What's up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Games Cast. Once again, my name is Adam. And I am Joe. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the model of the Broken Clock Podcast. Joe, welcome. What up? How's it going? Good. What'd you do today? Uh, we, we, me and you and a couple other friends from the podcast, decided to go check out the new Thor movie. It was good. I was actually surprised at how good it was. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I really liked it. Yeah. Uh, I know this isn't a movie thing that we do here, but it's really good. You it's fresh it. on our mind. Yeah. We just yeah we just did it this morning. Very early showing. Mm. I don't like those Sunday morning. Sh- there was a lot of people there for a Sunday morning. Show. Yeah, I was really surprised when we walked up and looked at the like you know the we had the, the assigned seating thing. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. this like huge chunk of the seats in the middle were filled up. I was like, who? The f- what other idiots are going to see a movie at ten a.m. on a on a Sunday? To be fair though, every time I buy a movie ticket, the, there's large chunks of the center that are full. But then I go into the theater and like they just weren't bought. So, like I don't know if people just didn't show up or if they uh, like segmented out weird when you purchase it mm. um but yeah really funny really good I, probably the best of the thors oh yeah well i mean all the other the, the other two thor movies weren't all that great first one wasn't bad eh, it was okay yeah it, it was, was it was early you know yeah it was phase one yeah phase one stuff um but it it borrowed very heavily off of guardians of the galaxy oh, yeah. like this this was guardians of the galaxy 3 pretty much this was a better guardians of the galaxy 2 than guardians of the galaxy 2 was very much so uh, and we knew that going in from the trailers and stuff like that. But yeah, if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. We had a blast. But this is not our movie podcast. This is our games podcast where after our banter of what we've been doing outside of the gaming world, we talk about what we've been playing. So Joe, what did you play this week? Uh, I played more Mario. Me we too. talked a lot about Mario last week. Uh, yes. Finished it up, beat the game. Same. Um, you are apparently much farther ahead in the post-game I did a stuff. lot of it. No, no. I, I finished the game with that many. I have a lot of moons. I have like... 400 something moons yeah close to 500 now i finished the game with like 400 i finished the game with like 220 yeah a friend of mine beat it and he only had like 150 like he had basically as much as, as much you as you need to, to get to like, the next level yeah yeah um i mean i dicked around a lot with stuff kind of like exploring same um i didn't go too crazy into you know trying to collect all the moons because i thought like i'll just do that when i finish the game yeah. like let me just beat it for now yeah i got um, even then even then i still thought i was doing like really good in terms of collecting moons no you did i mean that's still a lot of moons to get like in just a week well a lot of them were um from post-game stuff uh, i've got a, i got a ton since the post game the archivist and well yeah like you talk to the archivist and she gives you a, a bunch and yep. then uh a, a whole bunch of new ones start appearing on the maps when you go back to them. Yeah. Um, when you finally go and like smash, you can smash those moon blocks that were scattered all over the thing and yep. a whole bunch more pop out of that. Um, but that game was so good. It's so much fun. Like I, so good. I really just want to keep going. Like I know I said this last week where I was like, oh, we're going to cancel the show because I just want to go play it. Like, no, I seriously, like I woke up this morning and rolled over and was like, all right, I got to try to beat that thing I was working on last night before I like go to the movie. So I was just like laying in bed, like half awake being like, all right, let's just kill this guy. Like I can do this one. <laughs> so like, I, I love that game. Yeah. I, uh, I've been playing that pretty much nonstop all week. I need to get an external, like, or an extra battery pack for my switch just because i i burned through it so quickly like so many times because you're only playing in handheld mode yeah i pretty much just i watch something on the tv while playing the game and i'll you know play for three hours and all of a sudden it'll start flashing you know your system needs to be charging and i'm like oh yeah that's why i'm happy i have so many usb-c like plugs so i can just plug it in and like so so i'll lay in bed playing it and just have it plugged into the uh, like the wall so that way i can play it nonstop because it's great um, but what would you think of, you know, once you finished it? 
Oh, like, I still want to keep playing, which is good. Like, I mean, uh, we're not going to talk about the ending, but, like, I didn't really like it super. You didn't really like the ending? No. I thought the ending felt very satisfying. See, it did, and then it didn't. Um, I don't know. Do you want to get into it? Do you want to do a, a time spoilers again? Uh, sure. All right. So, let's see. What do we think? I don't like? think we need five minutes, though. So. No, we'll do, like, three minutes. So, we'll just briefly talk about the ending. If you don't want to know what happens in it, you can come back three minutes from now. Uh, let me just do this here. Do, 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 do three minutes starting now. All right. So what did you what what did you not like about it? So I don't like so like you get there and you defeat Bowser. Like I ho- I like the whole chapel sequence, the stuff on the moon. I thought that was all great. And then like the movie that plays afterwards, it's like Bowser just kidnapped Peach and he does this all the time and everybody hates him and he's a super asshole. And Mario saves the girl and she walks up to him and then they're like doing that weird bro off where they're trying to each hand her flowers and it's like. Why are we even entertaining the idea that Bowser has a shot here? Like, kick him off the moon. Like, just get rid of him. Yeah, you should have left him to die. I've always, in the chapel. I've always had like this weird notion of the Mario universe, and the, and as it pertains to that, of like they're they all they're kind of all in on it. Because, like, in the end, you know, in, in so many games where it's, yeah, they're like, oh, Bowser's the bad guy, can kidnap Princess yeah. Peach. But then you play another game, and there's, like, Mario and Bowser will be, like, pals and be like, hey, what's up, Bowser? Yeah, but not in, like... And it just kind of seems like they're like, yeah, this is just what we do, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's, our, like, it's our just every other, you know, couple days thing. Those are, like, spinoff games, though. Like, any main, like, concrete Mario game, he's a bad guy. He's a terrible tyrant of the Mushroom Kingdom, and you, know, you must defeat him and save the girl. And then you save the girl, and she's like... I don't like that boys are fighting over me and then just leaves and almost strands you on the moon. <laughs> like, bitch, please. I just went th- throughout the entirety of the fucking places on a flying hat and you're going to leave me on the moon. I don't think so. Um, but yeah, I just didn't like the like Bowser standing there going like, huh? What about me? Huh? Did you give me a shot. Like, no, kick him off the fucking moon. Like I, <laughs> well, they did. They stranded him on there in the end. I know. I, I think I just would have really liked for, uh, like I would have liked if they got married. I thought that would have been a nice touch. Yeah, I mean, I was like, kind of, uh, you know, there was a point where I was like, are they actually, are they going to legit do this? That would have been really cool. Is this going to happen? But it's one of those things where, like, you can't do that. I mean, it's part. It's just, it's. I don't know. I don't know how to probably. It's, it's just a thing that you can't do. Like, well, like even you, if it they, always just needs to be Mario being like a Mario game being Mario. Like I can't yeah. picture like Mario being king of the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, or he's like he's going out and about and like he gets a call from Peach. Is like, can you pick up some groceries <laughs> when you get home? I don't know why she sounds like that. She just does. Bring me home some Five Guys. Yeah, exactly. Um, but like, I don't know why. I would have liked them to do maybe a, do a wedding sequence where it's like it looks like oh man we're finally gonna do this and have her just be like you know what like I don't think this is i'm not ready for this i just got kidnapped like i got ptsd and then she leaves and you don't get married but then at least it's like all right you kind of went there as opposed to playing with the idea that bowser still has a shot like it didn't she was just like i don't know who to choose it's like you choose the one who didn't kidnap you you know he might kidnap her but he might treat her really well while he has her kidnapped he kidnaps out of love i understand (laughs) but you know and who knows maybe she just has stockholm syndrome by now yeah it's entirely possible um, but yeah, that's just the, that's the part I didn't really like about it. I like the setting and everything, um, but we're down to it. So five, four, three, two, one, no more Mario spoilers. We'll move on. But yeah, those are, those are my thoughts on the ending. So if you skip past it, once you're done with the game, if you want to come back and listen to them, there you go. They'll be there right there at the mm-hmm. beginning of the show. But the, uh, the post post game is pretty great. Like there's a there lot is a lot to do yeah, in the post game stuff. You get three more worlds to yeah. visit. Uh, which is, I mean, 
more stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it. And one of them, like one of them in particular, is really like the the Mushroom Kingdom one is really great. I really like that. The one. Mushroom Kingdom level is yeah. fantastic. I've been running. I I spent the most of my time there there post game. Yeah, I was like, was I want to do everything in here. Yeah, because there's like, because it's just it feels like Mario sixty four again for mm-hmm. more reasons than just the uh, being in the Mushroom Kingdom, which I won't say what specifically that is. Um, but I really enjoy that because. Um, I mean, it goes from moons. It's like, here's a moon, and then it's just a star. Oh, yeah. Like, in the Mushroom Kingdom, so I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I really like uh, running on there. Uh, I'm back on the moon doing more moon stuff. Mm-hmm. Doing oh, stuff God, on the moon. The moon like the, stuff is hard. Yeah. Well, because you're not used to the anti-gravity. There's anti-gravity on the moon. Well, not anti-gravity, just lower gravity. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Anti-gravity would go flying off into space. That's true. <laughs> um but yeah, you're you're floating around is a lot less gravity. Yeah, it's so like, very hard to get used to that. Yeah, because you you know Mario's jump physics from years of playing Mario, and now those are out the window. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that's fun. I like that. It gives a new wrinkle to the game. So I'm not just doing like, okay, here's another level. Um, so yeah, I really like that too. But yeah, Mario's great. Uh, nothing has changed my opinion on the fact that I love it. Uh, I don't know that I'm still ready to give it a game of the year kind of thing yet. Like, obviously, I'm going to wait. It's the... way up there. Oh, yeah. I, for I sure. haven't. I don't feel like I've had fun as much. Well, there's not not as much of a desire to want to go back and keep playing stuff. Yeah. Like a lot of times, I finish something. I'm like, okay, that was good. And I put it down. I'm like, ah, okay. Yeah. This is a game where like I beat it and I've done a bunch of the post game stuff and I still just want to keep doing more. Do you think we're going to get DLC for this? I don't know what don't, it would be, but I mean, you could always do more worlds. That's true. Um, I don't think this. I mean, I imagine if they were going to do DLC, we would have already heard about a season pass. Yeah, maybe. Or they could just be like, hey, let's see how it does and see if people want it or are clamoring for more worlds or whatever, if they're happy with the thousand moons that we gave them to go find. I mean, yeah, I, there is a ton. <laughs> I could easily see a thing where it's like, oh, no, we just got word from this other world that like Bowser Jr. is mad that his dad didn't get to that Peach is in his new stepmom. So we got to go stop his path of destruction on these like five other kingdoms or whatever it's like you pay 20 bucks and you go to the five other kingdoms or something like that like i could easily see them doing something like that. i have a feeling if anything we'll get like mario odyssey 2 real quick like how we got mario galaxy 2 yeah relatively quickly that's true or like the new luigi brothers the sequel to the new super mario brother wii u game Mm -hmm. so we'll probably get something like that yeah where it's like maybe a 40 dollar like smaller game but it's Mm -hmm. kind of the same thing yeah i mean down like it'll be something like it'll contain you know remade levels from Mario 64 or something. You yeah. Know? Like I, you get totally to replay the, the, the ice worlds. Yeah. And totally go dumb. pick up that little baby penguin and throw him over the edge again. That's, oh my goodness. That's so great. Uh, side note, uh, kicking sheep is still my favorite thing. Oh yeah. Game. Kicking sheep is great. Um, and then the other thing too, which I don't think we talked about last week at all is like the photo mode and all the capture mechanics and stuff that they I added to this game. All. I use it a lot. I love taking pictures in that game. I think it's so much fun. Um, doing the different like poses and moving everything around. I like, I really like it. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, but then I also like how they encourage you to take screenshots cause they have all the hint art and stuff like that. Um, so that was just something else that I, I don't think I mentioned last week that I actually still am having I've, a lot like, of fun. I've taken with. pictures of those, but I've never gone back and looked at any of them. Oh, I did. Like I did a few of them. I think I did like four, four of them of like, 15 or something like Is that. Is it just fine moons though, right? Yeah, it's just, but like you have to go, you have to figure out where that, that image is like what world it's from, where it is in that world. And then you got to find the moon. Okay. Um, 
So like, it's is just, it you can't find it unless you use the hint art, or is it a moon that you can still just find anyway on its own? Uh, oh well, they're all hidden like in the ground, so like oh, okay. you'd have to know the exact spot to. Like, oh, it's one of those ones jump. you have to like run, run over and bunch up. Yeah, okay. but it doesn't have the little like, glowy area, and it doesn't vibrate. So you just have to know where it is. Okay, uh, and then so like I guess technically you could happen upon it if you just happen to ground pound there, but oh, okay, the odds of that are very there's slim. Um, uh, I I got one of them. That's the giant top hat. Yeah. On top of the Hat Kingdom. Yep. Um, and I think in the Hat Kingdom, I'm missing just one. Yeah. Just uh, one moon. One moon. So I'm sure that's the that's one. Probably up there. Yeah. Well, sometimes the hint art is actually it's a moon for the world in which you got the hint in. So like, if you find a piece of artwork in New Donk City and then go to that other world. It's like it's a new Donk City moon, not a Lake Kingdom moon, hmm. because you use the. It's, I'm pretty sure the one I got that picture was. I think that picture was actually in the Mushroom Kingdom mm-hmm. of the picture of the yep. giant top hat. It is, yeah. Okay, so, so that would be a Mushroom Kingdom moon, not a, a Cappington moon. So that the that hints not for Cap Kingdom. No, it's a hint for, like the because when no you giant get top hat in mushroom kingdom though no 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 you have to go to that kingdom to get it but the moon counts for mushroom kingdom oh, so when you I get, get it, when you get it it the name of the moon is like found with mushroom kingdom art and it's oh, in the mushroom it's a okay. mushroom kingdom moon okay um so yeah so that's that's what those moons are about oh. uh, but that's fun i like that mechanic because you, you know it encourage you to take a screenshot of the hint and then use it to refer back to it i just think that's really cool we need to talk about that at all hmm. what else do you play this week um, well, I'm a big fat liar. Yes. Because I repeatedly kept saying that I was not going to buy the new Call of Duty game. I did call this out on Twitter that we, oh. we, we, we dug our heels in and we stood firm that we were not going to play it. We were not at all interested and we both played it. Yeah, we both, we both <laughs> played it. Well, you just red box. Yeah, I, I actually, just wanted to play the single player. I actually bought yeah. the, the game. So you're the chump. Yeah, I'm, I'm the, the chump. smart one. Because I, I win. I woke up Friday. I'm the best. I honestly, I actually didn't know it even came out Friday. I didn't think it came out until Tuesday. I see. I thought it came out last Tuesday, and then it didn't, and I was like, "Oh, it's probably one of those Friday games." Oh, you see, I thought it was coming out Tuesday, and then I saw things on um, Thursday night that were people saying, you know, like server problems, for, like on, yeah. on launch date of Call of Duty, and yeah. I'm just kind of looking at it like, "Oh, wow, they already know their server problems are going to be happening four on days Tuesday? from now." That's weird. Huh, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, and then I was like, "Oh shit, the game's actually out now." Yeah. And it, like, there was a point of me, I was almost going to just buy it digitally. Yeah. Um, but then my internet went down Thursday night nice. like at like 12 of 15, 12 of 15. Yes. 12, 12, 15. <laughs> um, the, my internet went down yeah. and just like was completely out. So I was just like, oh, well, like, yeah, I uh, didn't actually want to, you know, yeah. pay full price for that. Why would I pay full price for a Call of Duty game? Why would you? Uh, and then Friday morning I woke up and I had a $20 coupon to Best Buy in the mail. Yep. And I was like, well, I get... 12 bucks off with my card and then I have a $20 coupon yeah. so it's $32 off the price of Call of Duty. Yeah, it's not bad. Eh, fuck it. I'll do that. Yeah. You pay much had, more for it than I end up doing. Yeah. It, so. And because I was like, uh, I, I I actually did watch some um, multiplayer gameplay footage yeah. on time, like on, on YouTube and I just like watched it going like, oh, God damn it, this brings me back. Yeah. It's just like those, the commercials, the ones that like get the squad back together. Yeah, like, the one that little kid at Toys R Us thought that we were a part yeah, of Yeah, that. that we were talking about. I, I was looking, I don't have a squad, but no. I was watching it going like, oh yeah, the memories. Yeah. I remember playing this. So I, I went Friday morning and picked it up. Yep. And um, 
I mean, for the most part, there were still server problems. Yeah, I heard it was really bad. I yeah. didn't try to. I just tried to mow through the single player and then played a little bit of the multiplayer last night. So I didn't experience any of that. Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah, I only bought it pretty much to play the multiplayer. Yeah. All um, right. So that's good. So then we each played a separate part of it. Mm-hmm. What did you think of the multiplayer? It's good. I yeah. it it does feel just like good old fashioned Call of Duty. Like yeah. it, it it really did bring me back. On Friday when I was playing it, when I could actually like get into the servers. Yeah. Um, I was like actually doing really good and I was running around. I was getting like, you know, either second, first or second, yeah. you know, on all the rounds, just go, basically being like, oh, God damn, I remember this. And then come Saturday, I think everybody else started figuring it out because yeah. then I started losing all the time and dying and it yeah. was like last place. And then I was like, oh, yeah, this is why I hate I, Call of Duty. I remember this now. Yeah, um, no, but I was... no, it, it's I'm I'm having a blast with it. it, it uh, the reason that I like actually kind of started wanting to play it was because it has the like progression system that I like, where it's more just about like using the guns to unlock more stuff for them. Yeah. Whereas like other, you know, every Call of Duty they kind of change up the formula of how the multiplayer works. Yeah. I always kind of hated the ones where. Um, Everything is unlocked right from the beginning, but you have to like you know earn an unlock token to unlock something. Isn't that how this is now? Like I not really. You still need to level up. Yeah. And then once you level up, you can spend the unlock tokens to unlock uh, them. Okay. So it's the kind of thing where like you start off with just one gun, and it says at level five you unlock the next gun. At level yeah. ten you unlock the next yeah, gun. Yeah. But you have to pay a token to unlock them once you can. Uh, the other ones like everything is available right from the start. And then you can use the tokens to you have to just earn the tokens to unlock them. I always kind of hated that because you can just right away go and unlock the best gun yeah. with all the best attachments on it. And you're like, all right, I just had this gun with all the best attachments on it now. See, I hadn't played a Call of Duty game since uh, Modern Warfare. So like mm. that was still, you had to unlock all the guns and you had to unlock everything uh, as you ranked up. So. Yeah. And that's the way I like it because yeah. I like to actually have to like put in the time and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. get used to it and use a skill as opposed to just unlocking stuff right away. And I like the kind of thing where like, I want this gun and I want this attachments for this gun. So I'm like, okay, I guess I got to go and actually like play and put time into it and get better with the other guns until I can level up to the point where I can unlock this one. When it's just, you can just unlock everything, you know, right off the bat. Yeah. It's just like, okay, there's really nothing motivating me to keep playing. No. Now I feel motivated to keep playing. That's good. How did you feel? So this one I noticed right off the bat uh, has kind of like a destiny thing kind of going for it. We've got your hub world and you can go get... Special missions like and there's loot boxes or supply drops, quote unquote, uh, which are their loot boxes with you know cards inside of them. And uh, and then you go and you get all your missions and you can tweak your character. So you immediately said, I don't like it. Yeah, I also don't like it. No, I don't. I just want to go in my multiplayer for things like Call of Duty and shooters. I just want to go like just put me in a lobby like I don't. I don't need these special objectives. Like I don't need any of those dumb stuff. Just like I mean, it's nice that you don't have to do any of that stuff. No, you like don't. as soon as it loads up, you can just hit put me in a game. Yeah, and just bypass and not actually have to do any of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really care about the objectives. I probably should because you know you get things like level up faster and all this yeah. kind of stuff and the different supply drops. Cards. But I don't really care about any of that stuff. No. So I just pretty much go like put me right into the match. Yeah. Um, the first time on the on the Friday when I was doing it, there were other people running around the 
like base yeah. with me and since then i've seen nobody else it's always just me in the server weird yeah wonder, and it's annoying because in the beginning it gives you objectives or it's like you have to you know do like in the hub world not in the game yeah where it's like you know go talk to the quartermaster go buy an item like this item yeah go like do this and one of them is for me to interact with another player yeah one of them is like you have to you watch have to, like, someone else open a supply drop and it's yeah like, what yeah and one of them is like you know you have to commend uh another like soldier yeah but, Give him a high five and a slap in the ass. But yeah, but ever since the first time, yeah, I see no one else in my server, so I can't finish that objective. And it like takes up like a, the top quarter of the screen saying yeah. like, do this. Do so this I just thing. have this big thing saying, do this thing that I'm like, I can't fucking do it. Just nope. get this fucking out of the goddamn way. Can't do it. Yeah. But uh, I, I mean, otherwise, yeah, I'm, I mean, the multiplayer is it like straight up good old fashioned Call of Duty. Yeah. Like I like how it's not overly complicated, you know, with no the jetpacks. Yeah, no, there's like, I'm not like doing super dashes and yeah, like jetpacks and, and like no. you know, aren't like getting inside a giant mech and like running around and stomping on stuff. Nope. It's just you know, like a good old fashioned shooter. Yeah. I do um, like that about it. Yeah, so I, I I am really enjoying it. Yeah, I uh I mostly got it cuz I saw some videos from the single player that looked really good and I was like, "You know what? I like I'll give the single player a shot. Like I I'll just, I'm not going to buy it. I'm just going to take it out from my box. Cause I just want to play the single player. I'm surprised that it, they were actually like available. Oh yeah. As soon as I woke up, I like went on the red box website and reserved one for the one. Oh, that's right. You can like reserve them in yep. advance. I just kind of fig- figured, uh, figured that like they would just be, be gone. gone the day, yeah. <laughs> you know, the day it launched when I picked it up, there were no other ones left. Like no one could then go rent it. Okay. So you got the last one. Yeah. I don't know if I got the only one or how many copies they had, but I was like, you know what? I'll just play it for a couple of days. I'll try out the different modes or whatever. Single player is not good. I didn't really like it. It's the most generic World War II story. Um, there's nothing I, special about any of the characters. Yeah, it starts at D Day, which I is what a we said. Bit. Yeah, yeah. You didn't play very much. You just played. Like, no, the first it was just edition. like when the servers were down. Yeah, uh, you know, I was like, all right, like servers are down. I might as well give it a try. Try the single player. I started up. I went, wow, yeah, this is Call of Duty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, and I, I like beat half of, I got halfway through the first level and I went like, yep, that's Call of Duty. All right. Yeah. Done this a million times. Yeah. And then I went, I'll just play Mario instead and wait for the servers to go up. Yeah. And it's exactly what we had complained about. Like me specifically, when the like, first announced it, we had talked about this, you know, episodes and episodes ago where like, it's just going to be the same tired old World War II stuff. Like it starts with D-Day. And as soon as it did that, I was like, there's so much war before D-Day. Like, there's so many cool moments that are not in this game. And I also didn't like, like, you're just playing as an American again. Like, there's so many other... There's not... Uh, all the other Call of Duty's are usually, like... Well, there's you, a, you, like, rotated amongst a, a, a couple of different characters. There's a couple missions here and there where you play as, like, a French person or, like, somebody else in a different part of the army. But, like, for the most part, you're following the story of this one platoon from the United States. Hmm. And, like, you interact with British people and French people and all this other stuff. But, like... It's not, that's not the, the focus of the story. I was actually um, surprised by that from the multiplayer because usually in the multiplayer, depending on the map you're on, yeah. it's the kind of thing where like, you know, one map will be like German versus French. Yeah. And like you're on the French, you're on the French army nope. and the German army. One map would be, you know, uh, the Americans versus the Germans. It would be a different yeah. faction. Um, but this one is always, it's always Americans versus Germans. Yeah. It's like, it's a world war. Why is it just the one country that was fighting the Nazis? Like, it just, it, it was bothersome to me. And like, I, you know, I'm American, so I should just be fine with it or whatever. But like, 
you know, I just saw Dunkirk this year. Like, why are we not? Why is there not a Dunkirk level where we're just have standing to, like, on the beach? Well, no, not that. But that'd be that'd be really funny. <laughs> You're like, like, like sitting there, like, so, uh, what's up with you? Yeah, just waiting for the rescue. Yeah, but then a plane flies by and tries to take you out. Like, okay, that could be interesting. Oh yeah, then you have to like run you know? and hide. Yeah, or you have to get through. You have to go through the town where you could be ambushed from any like any side. Like, there wasn't any real moments where there was that tension. You always knew where stuff was going to come from. You always knew exactly what was going to happen. Uh, it seemed like uh, there was a disproportionate amount of me drawing all the fire where like I'm watching my guys shooting. They're not killing anybody. They're not getting hit. And all of the fire is concentrating on me and I have to kill every single person on the map. Well, yeah, that's Call of Duty. Though. I know. I know. But it's just like it's these little bothersome things that like and I know most people get it for the multiplayer and that's like the bread and butter of it. But, you know, if Damn you're going to if you're going to put a single player story in there, give me a good one. Like it looks did you, amazing. Did you actually finish it? Yeah, I beat it. Oh, OK. Yeah, it's not very long. Like yeah, it didn't seem very long. No, it's like maybe six, eight hours, depending on how much you die or how good you are at it. Like, I died a lot just because, you know, you only get a couple of hits and then you have to get health packs. And yeah, that's something that's weird about this one, that it has health you know, packs as opposed to, like, the rebounding health system. Yeah, which I told you, Joe, they didn't have the technology in World War II. Mm. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, that that really threw me off when I was trying to play it, just because I constantly kept thinking, like... If I just Why am I here. still dying? You know. Well, the thing too is that, like, when you first start out the game, it says you're hurt real bad. Get to cover, and I was like, oh, it's telling me to go hide so my health can regenerate. No, you just have to get to cover so you can then use the health pack. Yeah, and it's like whereas oh, all the you other Call of Duty games, you well. always had the rebounding like yeah. health thing. Yeah, where if you hide, it's like in Halo, where you, if you hide, your shield comes back. Or whatever. Yeah, screen kind of turns veiny and red, and then yeah. it goes away With little because that's splatters. what you do. You yeah. just kind of shrug off those bullet wounds when you get shot in the stomach. Uh, you're eyes fill with blood and then if you just sit there for a second and breathe the blood goes away mm-hmm. and you can see fine you're perfectly healthy perfectly normal perfectly healthy did you play zombies at all i didn't i don't care yeah i i like you would have to force me to play zombies yeah. i care so little about trying to play that yeah like if i had a second controller when you came over today i would have been like hey let's you know let's give it a shot or whatever if you can do split screen i assume that you can uh, I, don't know. I don't know but yeah like i don't like zombies that's not a thing that i care about I'm not a big fan of horde mode stuff either. Like I don't, I don't see the point. Hmm. So that mode is nothing for me. I never got into it back in the older games when they first introduced it. Like it doesn't intrigue me whatsoever. Um, so I saw it there and I was like, maybe just to, you know, just to say that I tried it and like, you know, talk about it or whatever. But ultimately I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Same here. Um, but yeah, I mean the game looks fantastic. I was playing a PS4 pro. You had the Xbox one S right. You're yes. Yeah. And you said it looked great. Mm-hmm. Like the HDR looks great. You know, yeah, I mean, I'd like to see it on the Xbox One X on Tuesday when it comes out. Yeah, if it has like a texture pack update or whatever. It does. Yeah, okay, sweet. And they're like crazy big. Yeah. I like saw that like they're usually like over 100 gigs. What was it? The um, Assassin's Creed, I think, was like 105 gigs. Yeah, was it the Quantic Dreams game? Um, uh, I forget what it's called with the Sean, not Sean Ashmore Quantum or whatever. Break. What? Quantum Break. Quantum Break. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, that one has like 150, like the patch itself is a hundred gigs or yeah. something like that, which is insane on top of a game. that's already, I think like an 80 gig game. Like if you have it downloaded, installed, like that game's huge from what I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like buying a PS4 pro on a 4k TV, like call do look really good. The cutscenes look fantastic. And like the facial animations and the cutscenes are great. And I really like Josh to Hamill. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that's weird. I don't like seeing well-known actors faces in video games. I don't know why it takes me out of it. Cause if I went and saw a movie, no, I wouldn't be it, bothered it by it. It always freaks me out too. going like playing quantum break. I just kept thinking like, why is Charlie from lost and Iceman from X-Men? Like, yeah. 
traveling through time. Yeah. Um, but this was weird because like, to, to fight Littlefinger. Yeah. I only recognized two of the characters. So I think it was more jarring because it's like, oh, look, a bunch of generic faces. Yeah. And look, the guy from Transformers. Yeah. Like, come on. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. So I didn't like that about it. But like the facial animations in game when you're playing aren't that great. And like the difference between the cinematic cutscenes and like the in game ones, like you can tell there's a serious drop off in uh quality like the environment still look really good but they don't take as much time with the characters but the like the, the very cinematic cutscenes, i thought they looked fantastic um so I does really it have a that. lot of crazy big set pieces that's one thing that like ever since modern warfare call of duty has been about you know what do you mean like the crazy event that happens in the game well i mean you've got like the, in call of duty where like the nuke goes in modern warfare where the nuke goes off and then it like spins out of control and yeah, I mean, you know they always have that kind of big thing but when it comes to world war ii like i don't know how you can really you get D-Day, um, and there's a lot of, like, uh, you go do Battle of the Bulge, you have to, like, take a, a hill so that you're, like, constantly climbing up, and there's tanks exploding. Like, there's a lot of tank stuff in this one. Um, there's a couple of cool missions where you're sitting in, like, a turret gun, and you've got to take out planes. That one's kind of fun. There is a dogfighting mission, which was cool. Ooh. It just makes me wish there was more planes in Call of Duty, because I had a lot of fun with it. Um, but, alas, we it's just same troop walking on the ground no no tanks no nothing that you get to drive it's not a battlefield yeah exactly because i really like there's a there's driving missions there's tank missions and i like those in the single player i wish i could keep driving the jeep and driving the tank in the multiplayer uh, but you can't because they don't want you to for whatever reason uh, i really like those moments but yeah i mean ultimately the story mode wasn't very good i didn't really like it um because it was just it didn't give me enough i wanted more more stuff and it didn't it was just tired same old like it was like an episode of like band of brothers where it's just mm-hmm. here you go it's a bunch of comrades and the one from brooklyn he's a racist and like everyone's ribbing on each other and saying they slept with their wives mothers and girlfriends like okay i get it like we've i've seen this movie it's and this isn't a very good interpretation of it so looks great but ultimately wasn't really worth my time just mm-hmm. glad i didn't buy it because uh, I won't play much of the multiplayer. I'm probably just going to bring it back today and say so, I tried it and give it a go. I mean, if you're buying it for the multiplayer, I think the multiplayer is worth it. I'm yeah. having a lot of fun. Like, you know, it's the same thing where you're saying, you know, it's tired and true and they're just kind of going back to the well. Yeah. And this one, at least for the multiplayer, the well is still fun. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm a big fan of like the, the like you know, World War II aesthetic of like, you know, weapons. I love the World War II weapons. Yeah. So every time, like, I can pull out an M1 Garand, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I love this gun. Yeah, like, I like the guns and stuff, and I liked all the different things. Like, I really liked seeing the grenade, like, fall, and it's the stick grenade as opposed to, like, the hand grenades. The potato masher. Yeah. Um, so I like seeing that. But, like, playing the multiplayer for the little bit that I played, it was just like, oh, man, I can't wait till Battlefront because that's a, a multiplayer shooter that I like the world, and I'm much more inclined to play more of it mm. because I like Star Wars way more than I like the World War II setting. So that's really all that did for me. Hmm. But um, but yeah, I mean, that was all I played was Call of Duty and then more Mario. Did you play anything else besides those two? Play more Just Assassin's a, Creed? a little bit of Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Did um, you beat it? No, not no. even close. Oh, because you're just going around hunting it's, and collecting it, and stuff? I get so distracted. That game is so big. Yeah. Like the world itself, Egypt is so huge that it, and there's so much going on in it all the time. There's so many things around. It's so easy to get distracted in that game Yeah, that it's like... I, I actually tried to force myself. I was like, okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm just going to do the main story missions nope. and blow through those. And I did like two of them. And then all of a sudden I was like riding through the desert on a camel and I saw like a weird woman like walking and then she like disappeared into a cloud of sand. And then she was like appearing all around me. 
That doesn't happen. You should stop taking mushrooms when you're playing the game. <laughs> and I'm just kind of like looking at it going like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. And like, I kind of like followed her for a little while and then some random guards came by and killed me. And I was like, well, I don't know what the point of any of that was. Yeah. Um, to distract you. And then I and completely got distracted. And once again, I just spent all my time walking around like doing random shit instead. That's why you somehow got a desk job. Uh, in Assassin's Creed just to waste your time and it. like you know what I don't want to hunt for stuff like oh look that blacksmith is hiring let me just go work there as a receptionist like, yeah. it seems like that's what you oh hey look there's a cave here I'm just gonna go check that out yeah I'm gonna go sit on this porch real <laughs> quick and just not do anything mm-hmm. uh, do you think you're gonna try to beat it this week uh, I don't know probably not no yeah nothing comes out this I'm, week though right yeah nothing comes out this week but I, i'll probably want to just play more call of duty and then in between, between that i'll play more mario more mario. I, I have a feeling assassin's creed is just gonna get benched for a while just like lord of the rings did and it happens evil within two did and because i mean let's see there is actually uh pokemon comes out on the 17th that's two weeks yeah and then uh this week uh mario party 100 Oh, that's right. That is this week. Yeah, it comes out Friday. Nice. Oh, yeah. We'll definitely have to play that uh, because that's going to be great. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's going to do it for what we've been playing uh, for this week. So we're going to jump into a couple of big news items. There was a couple of big conventions this past week. We had both uh, Paris Games Week, which really only saw big news from Sony. Was that just a Sony conference? They had a conference at Paris Games Week. I saw nothing else come out of that but Sony. Yeah, I mean, they dominated the headlines, obviously, because they had a big conference. I'm sure there was like little things that we didn't realize were from that, but came out of that, you know, like other news items that we saw this week that maybe came out of someone asking a question at Paris Games Week or somebody put out a press release in conjunction with that. But I didn't see anybody else have like a panel or Mm. like a presentation. Um, And then at the end of the week, just yesterday or Friday was uh, the start of BlizzCon. Uh, So we've got some news from there. So we'll start with the Sony stuff. They had a big showcase uh, that we had tried to predict last week. What seven new game, right? Seven Mm -hmm. new games that they were going to announce. uh, And we got none of them, right? (laughs) Nothing that we had thought about uh, or predicted was announced, which is fine. I mean, all the big stuff that they've already announced is the stuff I'm really looking forward to anyway. So uh, not really a big deal that there was. I'm interested like a, in one thing. Yes. So let's run through them. I have a list here uh, that of all of the games. Turns out it was 14 new games. 14 new games or 14 games uh, total? 14 new PS4, PSVR announcements by Sony at Paris Games Week. Huh. Um, so we've got, I'm just going to run through these games here, uh, and we'll talk about, I'm sure a couple of them that intrigued us the most. We've got the game, Hong Kong massacre, the gardens between tennis world tour, uh, megalith bow to blood, ultra wings, sprint vector, dead hungry, uh, stifled league of war VR arena. I'm assuming these are all VR games. No, not all of them. Oh, really? Uh, invector, our, O-U-R-E. I don't know how to spell it, pronounce that. Uh, Erica, Blood, and Truth. Um, so those were... I feel like there's one that's missing. Uh, oh, yeah. Ghost of Tsushima. That's the one I was... That's yes. the one made by Sucker Punch, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Spelunky 2 and Guacamelee 2. Oh, I didn't hear about Guacamelee 2. Yes, Guacamelee 2. I actually 2. really liked Guacamelee. Me too. I'm really excited for that. Yeah. Um, so those were the Never big... played Spelunky, but Guacamelee was fantastic. I, I've heard of a bunch of people that really love Spelunky, but no, I have never played it either. Uh, but I'm totally down for a sequel to Guacamelee 2. Um, but yeah, let's start with Sucker Punch's new game, the people who made uh, Infamous and all the subsequent Infamous's games. Uh, it's coming out with a game called Ghost of Tsushima, which 
is, let me see if I can get a description of the game, despite the fact that it looks really cool. Um, so the infamous and Sly Cooper devs. Do, 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 do. Ghost of Tsushima is an open world action game set during the feudal period of Japan and will allow players to see the power of the Mongol Empire firsthand. Uh, they've invaded the island of Tsushima and players will attempt to fight back against the powerful force and use one of the last surviving samurai. So you must move beyond your samurai traditions to forge a new way of fighting, the way of the ghost, as you wage an unconventional war for the freedom of Japan. Uh, game looks awesome. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Sucker Punch. Yep, like I really like the inf- I really like the infamous games. Yep. Um, so I, I can't wait to see what they do. I also I'm, I'm a big fan of like the samurai aesthetic. Yeah. The, like feudal Japanese stuff. Yeah. So Love I'm imagining, the last samurai. Yeah. I, I, Favorite I, movie. I'm assuming that this game is going to be pretty great. Yes. From what I saw of it, it looked really good. Plus, like I'm always down for more games that feature swords. Like so many f- games feature guns and like you know melee. Not enough sword combat. That's yeah. why I like the idea of For Honor more than I like the game of For Honor. Oh, uh, really quick offset to the nope. side. We don't we don't derail this podcast for anything. I got a free copy of For Honor. What? Yeah, I don't know exactly what happened. Wait, like from where? Uh, it's like a physical it's, copy? No, uh, like a digital copy. Because I I bought For Honor, but yeah. I, uh, physical, and then I traded it in. Mm-hmm. And then the other day, um, I was going on my Xbox, and it has a thing that says, you know, like. Uh, games available for download yeah. so it's this kind of thing where like you own a, co- a digital copy of the game yeah. but it's not installed on your system it has a list of games that you own to download yeah. and For Honor was on that and I'm looking at it going like that's weird I wonder why it's saying that and I download it and it plays fine so yeah. I don't know what happened but all of a sudden I have a free digital copy of For Honor weird it's unless I like accidentally you... bought it at yeah. some point not did knowing did you check your debit card statement uh, no I would do I, that I, maybe I should but <laughs> I I I I don't know why I would have ever clicked on it at any point in time. I don't know. But Who knows? Yeah, for some reason I had a free like copy of it to download. Well, there you go. Now actually, I don't know actually, what happened was I had it. It was still installed from when I had the physical copy. Yeah. I deleted it off of my system because I was just like, well, I don't have this anymore, so I don't know why I'm wasting yeah, like sixty gigs for a download. Yeah, I don't need it. Deleted it off my system. And then it popped right back up in the, this is a game you own. Would you like to re-download it? It's thing? back, baby. So I was like, why is it say, saying that? So I downloaded again and it played fine. Weird. Yeah. I, I don't know why, but I was like, all right, I'm not going to say anything. This is actually the second time that's happened to me. I got a free copy of Xenoverse 1 that way too. I feel like you're just buying these games and you're like, are you just getting so high on your mushrooms, your aforementioned mushrooms that you're buying games you don't realize you're doing? Maybe. Um, but no, that, that game looks really cool. And that was obviously like the big title. Uh, coming out of the, of the new stuff. Yeah. A lot of this stuff, like some of it looked really cool. I don't really know much about any of them. Um, but yeah. Uh, were there any games from that list that looked, I liked uh, the Hong Kong Massacre game looks really cool. It kind of looks like hotline Miami, but with a, like a cyberpunk aesthetic. So it's like, did you ever play hotline Miami? Oh, I loved hotline Miami. Yeah. So it kind of looks like that, but more realistic and less cartoony. All right. That's um, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, stylish top-down action shooter. It's coming out in 2018. Yeah, I'm always down for that. Yeah, um, there's a lot of like little puzzle games and like story games. This tennis world tour game, I guess, is uh, I it, like tennis games. So yeah, it's a tennis sim. So it's like a oh, that's great. I love Madden games. or FIFA. I used to play virtual tennis a lot. Yeah, it's designed to be a spiritual successor to Top Spin. This game. Oh, okay. Um, so more along, like, so it's less arcadey, more like regular, like Madden or FIFA or the show or whatever. yeah. I don't know why tennis games are so fun, but they are. Yeah, they're just. I mean. It's simple to pick up and, you know, difficult to master, I guess. It's one, you know, one of those games. Um, 
you know, more procedurally generated. Any of those VR games intrigue you, Joe? Did you look in, into any of those? Uh, honestly, I didn't really pay much attention to uh, this. I, like, I saw a lot of the the, the bigger stuff, yeah. like the um, Shadow of Colossus trailer yep. and the new Last of Us trailer. Oh yeah, so there was new trailers for all these games that they've are previous or a bunch of the games that have been previously announced. We had Shadow of the Colossus, Last of Us Two, God of War, uh, Detroit, and Spider Man. All got mm. new trailers as well. Um, all of which were really awesome. I mean, I didn't watch the Last of Us 2 one, but I saw enough screenshots where it, like the game looks amazing. Yeah, um, the Last of Us 2 trailer was pretty brutal. Yeah, that's the other thing I heard was like, is it too much? Did we go overboard with this? I, did you play the first one? That game was super brutal. Yeah. But it seems it, it like... It didn't show much, though. It was just a cut scene of like one, you know, two-minute scene. Yeah. I think a lot um, of people, though, were upset that like it seems like they were going for like a torture porn kind of thing where it's like the last one was brutal but we've amped up the brutality to 15 as opposed to a seven it works in that world though yeah it would, absolutely but i you know people want to get outraged at whatever they want to get outraged yeah for, so I when i was watching the trailer i i did like while watching it there were like at least five points in it where i was like people are gonna be mad about this yeah it, this one's on, a little on, like on like different you know things yeah. like at first i was like you know, it, it had like a re- it was about a religious cult. So I'm like, is it going to be people mad about like demonizing religion? Yeah. And then it was like uh, girls. I'm like, is it going to be like too many girls? Is it too much violence against girls? Yeah. Is it too much violence? I was just kind of like watching it, going like, what is the outrage going to be? Yeah, and like there was yourself. like three of those that yeah. actually happened. So I was just like, okay, yeah, that's just what you kind of expect now. Like all sides you're going to hear somebody complaining about something. Yeah, like you 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 need to prepare yourself for it so that way you're not surprised by it. Like mm-hmm. that's kind of how you have to uh to approach it. Um so yeah, a couple other games. This Blood and Truth game actually looks pretty intriguing. Um so it's the game builds upon the foundation um that the the London studio did for the London Heist in that VR. Oh. Um so I, it's that, I really liked London Heist. I did too. So this is a more fleshed out like full game based on that That's idea. Cool. That's so the like, one I played the most out of those yeah, that was like, the free demos. One. I played it a bunch of times. Yeah, I really liked that one a lot. Uh what was that the PlayStation VR Worlds? It was in that yeah. like collection. Mhm. I really like that one. Um, so, I, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of intrigued by that one. Uh, there's a game that's a rhythm game starring Swedish DJ Avicii. So, if you're into... Oh, wow. Yeah. So, if you're into the Swedish DJ Avicii, who I have heard of... I am deep in the Swedish DJ scene. A lot of people are, man. The Swedish house music, it's a huge genre of music. Bork, bork, bork. <laughs> exactly. That's every, every song just sounds like that. Um, but yeah, a couple of other VR games. Some of these look pretty cool. Most of them just seem like smaller, like little games as opposed to fully fleshed, like AAA titles or whatever. Um, there was also a trailer for, uh, the DLC for resident evil. Did you watch that? The no. not a hero trailer? No, I missed that. Yep. Uh, I didn't watch it cause I didn't play seven. Uh, honestly, uh, there was a trailer out a couple months ago, not a couple, maybe like, a, you know, six weeks ago or something yeah. they put out the like the first trailer for it yeah and i didn't even actually watch it oh, i was yeah. like i was like i i just want to like just go into it. this fresh yeah. and see what it's like makes sense um well, i really liked ff or i mean not ff uh, resident evil 7 yeah. i was gonna say final fantasy 7 nope i really like resident evil 7 so i'm just kind of like you know what i just want to go in this fresh i want to yeah. see it all just enjoy it uh no mention by the way of final fantasy 7 remake at this show none whatsoever i'm not surprised no I have a game's feeling never coming out I think it's going to come out. Never. I just think they're going to keep it really close to the vest. Yeah. I mean, you don't really have to. You know what happens. It? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's not like they're going to change it secret they could. I don't know. I don't know what secrets you're protecting. Like, yeah. I've seen it. I know what happens. Mm. Um, yeah. What was your favorite trailer out of all of the trailers that we got? Uh, I'll tell you mine. It was Spider-Man. 
I actually didn't watch the Spider-Man one. It's so good. Was it just like, was it actually gameplay or was it just cutscene? Uh, no, gameplay. The most oh, okay. Spider-Man in about. Oh, really? Looks great. Because this, this is probably the first time we've actually seen gameplay of the game. No, no, no there was that gameplay demo they showed at where yeah. it was like going through the skies. The, like, yeah, and they showed the button prompts where he's yeah, like yeah. flipping out the things. Yeah, no, can't wait. The game's going to be awesome. They also did say uh, that Mary Jane will be a playable character in this game at some point, and I don't uh, like that at all. No. I would play these games to be Spider-Man. I will play these games to be regular person walking about. Like, I mean, unless they're going to do some sort of like Spider Mary Jane thing in it. No, this made it seem like she's going to be Detective Mary Jane, uh, where yeah. she's like a. I guess she's a reporter for the Bugle in this version of the like in their version of Spider Man Mythos. So she's like Why she's like Lois Laning about. On, we we. There's been 50 years worth of Spider Man. Yeah, you don't have to just like change stuff up like that. You got to do something, make it different. You put a big white spider on the chest, different. Hmm. Mary Jane's a Lois Lane. Different, hmm. um, you know, new. But villains, yeah, I, I hate different. that. I hate it when they do that. Like, I, I want to be Spider Man. Like, yeah, that's the point. like I hate it. I hated the Incredible Hulk game where like they had levels where you played as Bruce Banner sneaking through yeah. laboratories. I hated the other ones where like you had to like walk around as Peter Parker and take, take pictures no. and shit. I, yeah, I hate that. Like, no. I, I, I'm here to be Spider Man. Like, don't slow it. It's like why I don't like it, the Assassin's Creed games when they went to the. Like modern time stuff when you got yeah. out of the animus. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, this is this is fucking slowing shit down. Come on, I'm here to be a fucking assassin, god damn it. Yeah, I want to jump about and murder people. Like yeah, I, I want to climb be... buildings and like be a badass. Yeah. Do this in a cutscene. Like if, if Mary Jane is involved and it's in a cutscene or there's moments as Peter and it's in a cutscene and that's how you flesh out the story. Okay, fine. That's what that that's mm-hmm. what those are for. I don't need to walk around like slowly because that's how they differentiate between Spider Man and a regular person is like Spider Man's constantly running in addition to swinging and the other players can only walk at a snail's pace. Like there's no run button. They're not, there's not going to be a run button. I bet when you're walking around as Mary or there's Jane. like a slight jog button, but it's not like the full on Spider-Man sprint, but you have to go to the other end of the map still like, Nope, I don't like it. I mean, I'm sure it'll still be fun. I'm sure those will just be the moments I don't enjoy as much in the game when it eventually comes out, but I don't need it. Just let me be Spider-Man. Like, let me do Spider-Man stuff, the webs and the swing and the whole thing. Like, that's why I want a Spider-Man game, to be Spider-Man. So, um, so yeah, that, there's a lot of news uh, coming out of that. Some cool trailers you can definitely check out uh, for those games and definitely a lot more to be excited about on the VR front. Uh, and just more proof that Sony is not done with uh with VR Which I'm by glad a long about. shot. Yeah. Because the, the thing we talked about a couple weeks ago was the games for the rest of 2017. Uh, and this is starting to look at 2018 and beyond. So more VR well, stuff. 2017 is almost over now. Well, yeah. Um, but like just the two different pieces of VR stuff very close together where, you know, it was only a couple weeks ago they did that list of, was it the 80 games or whatever that were coming out? So, mm-hmm. so. Um, so yeah, so Sony did a lot, uh, then at the end of the week, uh, Blizzard came out and did a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, I only basically saw a little bit from this cause I'm not a Blizzard guy. I don't play any of their games, but I know enough people that are into their games. Um, so I, you know, I still hear some of the news, um, uh, but we got World of Warcraft stuff, Overwatch stuff, Hearthstone stuff, whole bunch of things. Joe, take it away. What do we get? Okay. Uh, out of the BlizzCon, which I'm surprised that they got like everything out first day I think that they might have wanted to disperse it 
Yeah, but I think that first day they always do like their their big press conference. Yeah, it's like a four hour press conference where they just like they tout out every like every game that Blizzard has. They run out a representative of it and they go through all the different things. I think it's a really long conference. It's mm-hmm. not like you know an hour or forty five minutes or whatever. Yeah, I mean I'm also not a huge Blizzard fan, so no. I didn't really pay. I was just kind of like I'll see what all the like, yeah updates were when they come out. What's the um, hoopla? But uh, okay, so first off, StarCraft Two is going to be free to play. Well, that's good. Yeah, which is a pretty cool thing. Um, is that just on I PC didn't even know they actually have consoles too. Uh, there's no console version. It's what? only PC. What just didn't something just come out that was a Blizzard game on console? Overwatch. No, I thought Diablo. Oh, I mean, I'm thinking of Diablo. Yeah, that's what it is. Diablo three. Uh, yeah, there's no. Um, I didn't even know. Uh, did they even finish putting out that? What? Remember how they like uh, StarCraft is broken up into like three different versions? No. Yeah, like the first one was just the humans, and then there was the Heart of the Swarm was the second version, and then I think like Heart of the Void was the third one. I haven't heard of that third one, so yeah, because each each, not. each faction got like a standalone release for their like story mode, basically. Yeah, I, I guess they didn't. Uh, Legacy of the Void was the final chapter. Got it. Uh, players who already own Wings of Liberty will see the, the expansion Heart of the Swarm for free. However, the final chapter, Legacy of the Void, remains only available through a purchase. Okay, so yeah, it looks so like it, it did out. come out, but okay. you only get the first one and the first two for free. Oh, okay. And then you have to buy the third expansion. Well, that's pretty good. Then at least they're letting you like do a good amount of the game for free. Hmm. So that's pretty good. Uh, also, after that, Overwatch got a new character named uh, Moira. She's a Irish scientist. I don't uh, really Moira care. Moira McTaggart, oh, of yeah. course. Yeah, the I, famous X-Man scientist lady. Yeah, I don't really care about Overwatch. So. What does she do? Like, what are her powers? Uh, her powers are based off of a combination of use of energy rays and darkness and light. So she so controls darkness things? energy and light energy. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's cloak and dagger. Yes, uh, she is described as a geneticist with ties to Reaper's past life. Ooh, Ooh intrigue! Because they all the characters have you know yeah, back a, a backstory and lore to go along with them. Yeah, they just did another animated one, right, for one of the guys, right? Sure, I don't know. I don't pay attention to Overwatch. I've seen some of them because, like, I, I mean, said, they're good. Yeah, they look really good. Yeah, some of my friends, you know, like I said, are big Overwatch people, so I've seen a couple of those old animated shorts, uh, and they look really good, and they seem like they're fun. But yeah, I don't care about the lore of Overwatch. Uh, there is uh, also uh, Overwatch is going to be getting a new map uh, called Blizzard World. Where it is a Blizzard themed map, like B- Blizzard, Blizzard the Storm or Blizzard, Blizzard the, the company. company. So it's like their Disney World. It's 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 a theme park. Yeah, I was gonna say that has like a uh, Warcraft area, a Starcraft area, and a Heroes of the Storm area as part of the theme park. Yeah, no Hearthstone area, no Overwatch area. Well, technically Hearthstone is a Warcraft area. That's true. Because you're just in a Warcraft tavern playing yeah. the card game. Um, I don't know exactly what Heroes of the Storm differentiates between Starcraft and Warcraft because it isn't just like a combination of characters from both games. I guess. Maybe there's exclusive characters that are only playable in that other one that they'll reference or something. I don't know. I don't know. But it, I mean, it does look cool. Like, yeah. it, it is weird to see, like, the, you know, the Warcraft, like, running through the, like, the Warcraft city and then all of a sudden you're, like, running through Starcraft. Yeah. Um, it's a good mashup. Yeah, uh, area. It's, it's not going to make me want to run out and play the game, though. No. Uh, for Heroes of the Storm, they're adding Hanzo as a playable character. 
He's so, from Overwatch. Yeah, he's a the samurai dude from Overwatch. That's right. I knew that. Uh, Hearst, you can Hearthstone that is also getting a new expansion called Kobolds and Catacombs. It's like thirty new card packs or something. I was my friends were talking about last night. Uh, One hundred and thirty-five new cards. Wow, including new legendary Marin and uh, Marin the Fox and a new key uh, a new keyword called Recruit. So there's going to be an, adding a new mechanism to the game as well. Nice. Have you ever played it? Uh, yeah, I actually played a good chunk of it back okay. in the day when it came out. But I'm a big card game guy, so I never really... Like, all my friends play it, so every time I go over, they're all, like, playing on their phones or spectating somebody else that's playing on their phone. Like, And I'm just like, what's that now? To turn one and it takes the damage and... Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a big card game. Like, I played yeah. Magic a lot back in the day. Um, and I did play a good chunk of that. I thought it was really fun, but it's the kind of thing where, like, it gets frustrating after a while. Yeah. I, I I get too mad sometimes playing that game where I'm just like, you motherfucker, god damn it. Every time I try to put out a card, you fucking screw me. Gah. How I've many gotten, phones have I've you gotten, broken throwing them against the wall? I've gotten very close to smashing phones. <laughs> If it wasn't for the fact, that, if it wasn't for the fact that I'm too cheap to buy a new phone, I yeah. probably there have been points where like I've had it in my hand and I'm like, yeah, just go buy an iPhone X back. and then throw that other phone. That's true. Get a throwing phone. I, I mainly play it on my iPad, so luckily I haven't get a tossed that thing like iPad. a frisbee. Yeah, just, just get up like here. just get like a foam one where I get mad. I pick up the foam one and throw that instead. Yeah. It's like I remember, like I think we got it for my dad one year. They had like you know those dumb little gifts that encourage like kids to get their parents or whatever. Uh, and it was like a referee that had detachable arms, like it was a stuffed like NFL referee. So when you were mad, you'd like, rip the arms off, you'd rip the arms and legs off and you throw it about, but it's stuffed. So who cares? And I was like, that wouldn't relieve any stress whatsoever. Now that I think about it, but yeah, get yourself a throwing phone. I should. That's a good idea. I should sell those there you go. patent pending. Yeah. It just looks like a phone, but it's good for throwing. Yeah. It's just made out of styrofoam. Yeah. Uh, for uh world of Warcraft, new world of Warcraft expansion coming out called battle of Azeroth. Hasn't this whole thing been a Battle of Azeroth? You would think. <laughs> as little as I know about World of Warcraft, I know that There's been name. a lot of battles for Azeroth. Yeah. I feel like we've been doing this for a really long time. Uh, in the game, they're going to add um, uh, two new continents, one for the Horde side and one for the Alliance side. Okay. Uh, there will be uh, three new I- uh, areas in the form of the islands of Zan- Zan- Zandalar. Uh, for the Horde and three new islands uh, of the Nation of Cool Tiris for the Alliance. Well, they get three islands? That's not fair. Mm-hmm. Well, they both get three islands. Oh, okay. Yeah, three islands for the Horde, three islands for the Alliance. Okay, that's fair. Then. Um, I, I, I couldn't tell from all the stuff like if they were adding a new race or new classes. I think they said something about a new class of some kind, but yeah. I couldn't really pick out what it was. Um, and, um, I mean, it's been like... It was it's usually like two years in between each expansion they put out. Yeah, I don't. I was saying to you earlier, like since I stopped working at GameStop, I stopped having to know what happens with World of Warcraft expansions, so I don't remember. Yeah, the last one I played was um, I. I was never a huge World of Warcraft player. Like no. when it originally first came out, like all my friends were, you know, like addiction level. Oh yeah, I knew like, kids in college that, game. that didn't go to class. I knew they a kid just... that failed out of MIT because he just spent all of his time playing. Yeah, not too smart, was he? <laughs> smart enough to get in, not smart enough to finish. Yeah. Um but I like I I never even maxed out a character. Yeah. 
Like to me, I just kind of wanted to like walk around and explore the world. Yeah. I cared nothing about like leveling up. No end game shit really interested me. No. I was just like, I just kind of want to walk around and explore yeah. stuff. Just sitting on park benches. Like, yeah. Looking about. Pretty much. That's yeah. what like my experience. So I would like pick up the new expansion and buy like a one month card. Yeah. And kind of go like, I'm going to play this for a month and just kind of see what the new stuff is. Yeah. Last one I did was Miss of Pandaria. I think there was one more expansion after that. Mm-hmm. Um, Pandas didn't keep you? Oh, no, I like the pandas. Yeah. I really like because uh, it was like samurai stuff. It was ancient Japan. Ancient I was Japan like, this pandas. is really cool. Yeah. No, it was China. China would be pandas. Yeah, yeah China. Uh, but uh, I didn't buy the last expansion. I think, I don't remember if there was two since then or what. Yeah, when we were talking to Tyler earlier. He said that. Was there two, two. since then? Yeah, I've, again, no idea. Cataclysm Out of my depth. before that? I don't remember. Out of my depth. Um, but I mean, I'm not going to pick this up. I watched the cinematic trailer for it because those are always fantastic. Yeah. There was like stuff going on that I was like, I have no idea who any of these people are. No clue. Like there was one young dude with a lion mask that was like really badass, but I was like, nope, I don't know who he is. I don't know why these people are fighting. I don't no know. idea. Yeah. Nothing. So there's, there's at least four to six years worth of lore that I've missed out on. Yep. Um, and, uh, really the last thing that they announced was, uh, they were bringing back Vanilla WoW. So I could go back and relive those good, good old glory days yeah, you don't have of to playing worry. the original version of World of Warcraft before all the expansions, which is a thing that a lot of people have been asking for for a very long time. I remember there was like a bit of a, you know, not controversy, but yeah. somebody had created Vanilla WoW servers that like... When you say Vanilla WoW, you're meaning original, baseline 2004, 2005 yes, very first expansion, pre all the expansions and updates yep. just from the very beginning. Yeah. Um, and there were people that had servers of those up that were not official World of Warcraft servers, but yeah. you could log into and play Vanilla WoW. Yeah. Um, and I remember like, you know, they were really, really popular, but then Blizzard like took them down because like, we want you to pay for it. Well, I mean, this was a couple years back, so yeah. I don't know if they were planning on doing this at some point, but they took it down, and then once they took those servers down, everybody was like, well, I mean, why don't you just give it to us? Yeah. We'll gladly pay for you to do it. And this, like I said, this was like five or six years ago. Do we know, it, does it look like graphically like it does now, or does it look like it did in two, or does, does it look different? I think now? it's just straight anyway. up the original, wow, what it looked like 10 years ago, or Weird. 12 So they years have ago. that code somewhere, and so you can just hop around in there? Yeah. That'd be cool if you could have the other characters, but not like... The and other just have mecha- like low-resed versions of them? Yeah, maybe? but like not the other mechanics or any of the other like gameplay elements. Ooh, someone's in trouble. That's definitely getting picked up on the microphone. Oh, no. It's an ambulance. ambulance. Well, hope someone's okay. Um, they better be because they've ruined our show. Um, but yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't play well, so this doesn't intrigue me. I, I would be intrigued to yeah. give that a try. I don't really care about the new expansion, but... Uh, I mean, just like with Call of Duty, like there'll be... Uh, probably I went back and played uh, original. I'd be like, fantastic. Everything old is new again, as mm-hmm. they say. So there you go. Vanilla Wow. Anything else out of BlizzCon? No, uh, that's all that I had. May, there maybe was other things, but I might have missed it. Yeah, most of the articles every time there's a BlizzCon that come out, like I want to sift through and just like see the news, but every website just has 50,000 articles about the cosplay, which is like legitimately fantastic, the BlizzCon cosplay that people do because they go all out for Overwatch and Warcraft and the whole thing. But like, it's so hard to sift through and find like the news items without having to go through. Check out this Genji. Check out this Diva. Check out this like dude 
riding a mount from World of Warcraft or whatever. And it's just like, all right, yeah, they're all they're all great. Just put them in one article, maybe, and then mm. I can see what actually happens. This so, is what was in the buffet. Yeah, it's just like these weird things. Where it's like, okay, that's like that's kind of cool, but I don't need. 15 articles about it just give me one with all the different cosplay pictures and then you can update and edit it as the day goes on or whatever but i don't need 55 fucking images or whatever so uh but yeah so that's the end of the blizzcon and paris games week stuff um so we're going to jump into once again our lightning round not lightning round uh, where we have a bunch of smaller topics that we go through and if anybody wants to pause it they just have to say lightning round pause and we'll have a a little bit longer discussion we almost always have the longer discussion anyway without actually saying pause uh, but those are the rules whether we follow them or not we don't have to it's our show Uh, so starting it off lightning round Uh, rocket league got a release date for the nintendo switch I think that is also this month. I don't have it up with me. My apologies. Oh, I didn't Rock- realize it was that soon. Rocket League Switch. It might have been December. It might be November. Pulling it up. Very professional, Adam. I know. It's very- November 14th. So that is coming out this week. I'm going to get it. Yeah. Or a week and a half. I really like Rocket League. Yeah, I, uh, but I mean, I've already feel like I've played it enough that it's kind of hard to justify buying it again. Yeah, see, my thing is that like I've been meaning to go it's back. One of those and things continue. like Minecraft, where I've bought it so many times or played it so many times. Yeah, like I've only bought it the once, uh, so I don't really. No, that's true. Actually, I only bought it the once. I didn't even I played it a lot that one. To time. be fair, I didn't actually buy it. I got it free for PlayStation Plus. I've never actually. Oh, I didn't realize it was a PlayStation Plus game. The day it came out, it was. Oh, that's the right. It was a launch. Yeah, it was like August first or whatever. Actually, you know what? I didn't, I didn't buy it either. I think. Uh, I got it for like a free, there was like a, a free play week yeah. of it. And like, I just played the shit out of it for that week. I think I unlocked like all but one achievement. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I get it. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually put zero money into this game. So I feel like I At don't. At this point, you might as well yeah, pay might as for well, the experience. Exactly. Um, and it'll be cool. It'll be a cool game to have just like on the go. If I'm at a friend's house or whatever, and we're all gaming. Just to like throw on the TV or whatever, because it's a lot of fun. That's so. true. It might be a good thing to like carry around because yeah. we at least know a lot of people with switches. Yeah, and it's only twenty bucks, so it's not like I'm breaking the bank or whatever to get a game that I know, already know I love. And you get sweet Mario and Luigi cars. Sure. I mean, I don't really care about that aspect of it, but I'm down. I really like that game, so I'm totally gonna buy it and play it again. So that's a week from Tuesday. Hmm. Uh, excited, gonna be great. Uh, lightning round. Speaking of the Nintendo Switch, uh, turns out Mario Odyssey is the fastest selling Mario game of all time, having sold already two million copies. It sold two million by Sunday, I believe. Yes. Yeah. When so, like, I think after we were done with this podcast, I saw these numbers that were like, "Yep, it's already great. Mm-hmm. It's already sold a lot." So I'm sure it's probably sold more then, because yeah, it was last Sunday that yeah I read that article. Yep. So in the last like week since then, it's probably gone up to maybe yeah. three to four million yeah, more people were on vacation or didn't get a chance to get one or just now found a switch and so they're going out and buying them because um, nintendo did a really good job of putting out and i don't know if these numbers include the bundles that were with the system because sometimes these numbers don't indicate bundle sales mm-hmm. uh, that could be a separate thing so yeah i don't know what we're looking at but it's probably definitely more than that by now uh, you know what uh, once again a weird quick little aside i, I checked, lightning around pause lightning around pause i checked this um when i was playing call of duty i checked the steam numbers to yeah. see like how it was doing on there and they do differentiate on steam between people playing a single player and people playing the multiplayer yeah i was kind of like oh that's weird like it's it, pretty it's, cool though it's 
it's just listed as two different things because yeah. like I looked and like you know at rank five or something was Call of Duty multiplayer and then like at rank you know thirty was Call of Duty single player. Huh. I just kind of thought that was interesting. I've never seen that with anything else. Yeah, the only way, the only other place I've seen it before, and I got worried about it when I wanted to do this, like when I wanted to take out Call of Duty, was I remember in previous years it was like the multiplayer was on one disc and the single player was on another disc. Mm-hmm. And like if you went to Redbox or whatever, you had to rent both to have both experiences. And I was like, man, I really hope it's all just on one disc now. Like I haven't bought a Call of Duty game in a while, so I assume that it is. But And also it's on Blu-ray now as opposed yeah. to like the PS... No, PS3 was on Blu-ray also. Yeah. So like, Xbox wasn't. 360 no. wasn't. Um, so I was worried that I was like, oh, man, I might have to choose between only playing the single player or only playing the multiplayer. Uh, so thankfully, it was only on one disc. But yeah, that is a little, little strange. Uh, but Lightning Round Resume. Uh, that was the only thing that sold 2 million copies already. Uh, uh, was- the SNES Classic also sold 2 million copies, which I was surprised because I didn't even think there would be that many. Well, remember they did say that they were going to ship more on launch day than they did all of 2016 for the NES Classic. So... Mm-hmm. I guess that doesn't really surprise me that much. Um, but I mean, I was expecting, like, I, I don't know how many of the NES classics sold in the end. I think it, it probably around $2 million, Like, Oh, I didn't, see, I didn't even know if they even made that money. I didn't pay too much attention. I was, expect, I was like, in my head, I was thinking, like, you know, 800000 or something like no, that. No, it's definitely in the I think when they, I think when we talked about it, when they said we're done with it, at that point, it had already sold as many units as the Switch had sold. Because I remember us comparing oh. those numbers once before. Hmm. Um, so it was a there was a couple million, but in that short uh, span of time, and then obviously next year they're going to come out with them again. But like, I mean, we've seen SNES classes in the store since I launch bought day. One on Friday when I picked up Call of Duty, I bought a second one. Yeah, because they just had them in the store. Yeah, so there, there was are. nine sitting there. Just like I walked in, I picked up the. Call of Duty. I went to check the DS section just because I wanted to see like what was on DS and Switch if they had anything cool. Yeah, I like look up and there's nine of them just sitting there, and I went, oh, okay, fucking, I'll buy another one. Yeah, you know, I'll sit on it for a couple months and then give it to like my brother, you know, for for him and his nephew to play with on Christmas. Yeah. Uh, So don't listen to this, Joe's brother. Don't don't listen to this episode Mm. because you might get that for Christmas. We don't want to spoil Christmas gifts here, Joe. Yeah. Uh, he's not going to listen. I know that. no. that's fine. Um, I don't even know if he knows how to use an I, uh, uh, iTunes. I, I don't know if he uses uh, iTunes. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if he knows what a podcast is. Yeah. Well, who knows? My brother is not a very technically advanced person. No, but his kid is great at video games. Yeah, which is really weird. He gets that from his Uncle Joe. Um, so yeah, uh, good good sales numbers for Mario, for Nintendo in general. They're having a kick-ass year. Uh, they're just continue to keep yeah, turning really out stuff that it. people love, which is great because the the Wii U like the dark times, the five it made years me of, kind of scared. Yeah, we're like, oh man, it's like, am I going to be playing Mario on a PlayStation? Yeah, a couple are they going to be going the way of the Sega like Sega yeah. Genesis systems? Yeah. So we we got worried. They were dark times for Nintendo, and they are seriously on the rebound with probably one of the best years in gaming I think anybody's ever had. Well, I mean, in terms of their stuff. But you launch a new console that everybody loves that's unique. Uh, you launch a Mario game and a Zelda game that are getting tens across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, your 3DS sales are still through the roof. Um, you know, you've got a bunch of games on there. You've got a new game in arms that people really like. A sequel to Splatoon is a game people really like. So, like, I don't know. They're just crushing it. But like, you know who is not very confident is EA. No. Nope, nope, nope. They yeah. are not. Um, EA is not confident at all on the Switch for whatever reason because they said they're not even thinking about putting games on the Switch until at least like a year, they said. Mm-hmm. Like a, I, I couldn't tell if it was a year that the Switch has been out, which is only a couple months from now because it 
you know, March to March, uh, or if they just mean until like a year from now. Yeah, for when they said that. Yeah, because I think the only thing they've put out is FIFA, right? Has EA put anything else on the Switch but Was FIFA? there Madden? Nope. No Madden? Yeah, no. I think, yeah, just FIFA. And the FIFA was a stripped-down version where they took out a bunch of the features and, like, it wasn't a fully-fledged FIFA, so I can't imagine it sold that well. And, like, you know, soccer's not a big game in, in, America. Um, in America. So, like, it's big in the rest of the world, but... I feel like a lot of switches were sold in the U.S. and Japan, and those aren't huge soccer nations, I don't think. Unless it's a uh, World Cup year, and then all of a sudden everyone's the biggest soccer fan. Yeah, and it's not. Like, the no. qualifiers were this year, but not, like, the actual World Cup. I think that's next year. Um, but, but yeah, I just... Uh, I think that's, we've talked about this, you know, months ago, all the different companies that are like, we're going to judge how we do the switch based off of the sales of this one game, this one game that may or may not be a good idea. It may or may not even be good, but we're going to, you know, put all our hopes into it. Um, I don't really know what games EA has to be totally honest that they could put on something like this. I mean, sports games. I mean, I don't think Battlefront's coming for it. No, Battlefront's not. No need for speed. Need for speed. That could. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, they clearly aren't putting that new Need for Speed on here. No. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know why EA is being stubborn and digging their heels in because everybody else seems to be totally on board with it. Well, I mean the the big success from Nintendo usually come from Nintendo. Well, yeah, you know, it's like, Mario Odyssey, it's Breath of the Wild. Yeah. But even Capcom was Mario like, Party Eight, like those are the big ones. Yeah. But even Capcom was like Street Fighter Two sold way better than we expected. That's true. We love it. Like, yeah. look at all the the great sales that we've been having so far. We're going to continue to support it. Yeah. Like other companies have come out and said it's doing way better than we thought. It's great. We're going to keep supporting it. It's a fun little system. You know, there's some technical limitations that we got to work out, but we we've seen nothing but great returns. So we're going to continue to invest in it. EA seems to be the only one who hasn't doing that. And I think that has more to do with FIFA not being good than it has to do with people not wanting to buy games for the, you know, for the switch. Yeah. Uh, but EA is just having a, a rough time of it right now anyway, because they're freaking out over the star Wars battlefront beta, uh, which is the next piece of news in the lightning round. Um, so they're changing up the loot boxes that we had talked about as being stupid because I don't like loot boxes at all. Um, people were worried it was going to be game breaking and you can just buy a loot box and get the stuff in it. Uh, they've come out and said that they're totally changing it up. It's not going to be that way uh, anymore. You're still going to have, like, you might get something in a loot box, but you still have to be a certain rank in order to use it, which is kind of like what the the Call of Duty system is that you were talking about. Where, like, you can get something, but you can't use it until you're level 20. Yeah. Like, you have that sweet gun that you got in addition to other levels. You level, can't open up a loot box at level one and all of a sudden find 30. yourself with a level 30 gun and nope. you're just like, yeah, I'm just going to run around and tear everybody up. Yeah, which is good. Um, and they did say that you won't be able to get anything that you couldn't then get with in-game currency buying the same like loot boxes or whatever. And they even took some stuff that was like going to be like special star cards that they were like, all right, these are going to be like the coolest, rarest items or whatever. They've taken those out of the loot boxes completely and will be things that you can then unlock based on merit and skill and putting the time in. So uh, they're, you know, they're going a little crazy right now, not supporting switch uh, and changing things up with the star Wars. I mean, at least it sounds like they're making a better choice with that stuff. Yes, absolutely. So one good choice, one bad one. Hmm. So Star Wars good. I mean, like Switch honestly, bad. even when it comes to the Switch stuff, I can't think of an EA game that I would want to buy 
Need for Speed is really the only... Need for Speed and, like, Madden. I'd still want to like probably want to just buy that on Xbox, though. Yeah. Well, just because, like, the Vistas and stuff would look really good. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I I like having racing games, especially ones where it's like, oh, just do a little race here and there, like, on the go. Like, I don't mind those experiences. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess it's true. Uh, if, if the new Need for Speed turns out the way I hope it does and ends up just being, like, a new burnout. Yeah. That would be pretty good to have, like, on a carry-around thing. Yeah, because you, you know what I would love? Uh, it, I mean, it wouldn't happen, obviously, but what I would have loved is if they put out that, like, the Forza Hot Wheels yeah. expansion. Um, that would have been fantastic on the Switch, I think. Yeah. Even what, though that's a Microsoft game. It's like how we were talking about just before we started, we were talking about MotorStorm and how there was oh, a... Man, the, yeah, something like that. The Vita game that was just like RC cars. It's like, okay, it's not the same, but it's like a fun, portable experience that I can just do a couple races here and there, and that's great. Like, I like having racing games on portable systems because sometimes you just need to... You can just play a couple races on the go. That's why Mario Kart's so great on the Switch. It's like, yes. oh, I'll just do a Grand Prix while I'm waiting for the bus or the subway or whatever. Yes. Okay, cool. That was 10 minutes and I just did, you know, a, a couple races. Like, it's mm-hmm. fine. Um, so Need for Speed would probably work really well on the Switch, but alas, they're not going to not gonna do it. At least not yet. Um, so moving on from Nintendo stuff, uh, we did get a release date for Player Unknown's Battlegrounds on the Xbox One. I don't... Are they calling this an actual release or is this like a beta or early access something, or is this like the game itself? Cause I think on PC it's, it's still, it's still early, access. early access on this, but it is getting a physical release. So like, uh, well, it's getting a physical release. Yeah. I don't know if that means that there's an actual disc or you're just going to buy a box with the code. I don't like when they do in that. it. Yeah. That's I hate it when what they it do is. that, but it's probably going to be that. Yeah. But, um, it'll, it's official. Like it's, available it will be available on december 12th yep so 30 bucks which is really good i mean i i can't i i wasn't expecting it like i don't know how much it is on steam is it 30 bucks on steam i think it's also 30 bucks on steam yeah i wasn't expecting them to go like full 60 bucks but uh i'm actually surprised that it's coming out so soon yeah me too i really thought this would have been a next year yeah i thought it was like my initial thought was it was gonna be something like you know uh february 2018 yeah yeah, the fact that it's coming out December, like right at the end of the year, I'm uh, I'm really surprised by that. But I don't know. I mean, you're you're gonna get it, I assume. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, I've been nice. waiting for this a while. Nice, kicking myself for not having a computer that was good enough to play it. Yeah, I like I really want to play it, but again, computer cannot mm. handle it. I um, I, I mean, that. like I really enjoyed playing the the Fortnite thing. Oh um, yeah, yeah. The only problem with the Fortnite one was that, um, because it's not actually like a full game. Yeah. It, uh, like going back to Call of Duty, there was nothing to keep me from to keep me playing. No, like there, there's no leveling up system. There's no unlockables or anything like that. It's just play a match and keep playing the match. And when you like play the match, you beat the match. You don't get anything for beating it. Even no. if you come in first place, there's nothing to like indicate. Congratulations, you were like you, it says like you were first place, hooray! But you don't mm. get anything from no. it. No, I mean even if there were like achievements, I would at least feel like I was doing something because I'm unlocking an achievement from playing the game. Will so, there be achievements when it comes to X? Doesn't don't all Xbox games have to have achievements? Yes, so there will be achievements. So right, at so least like you know, I'll feel like I'm still progressing. Yeah, I don't know how the like. Because you just pick up the guns, so maybe you get character customization stuff. Yeah. Like, even if it was that, it was like unlocking different clothes for my guy to wear. I'd be like, hey, at least I'm getting something to keep me from wanting to play. Instead of it just being like, played another round. Yeah. Like, I imagine if, imagine if there was Call of Duty, but you didn't level up and you didn't unlock new guns. Yeah, you just played more. And you just played another round of Call of Duty. Yeah. It's like, okay, woo. Yeah, that's really weird. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so we'll, we'll definitely have to play that when it comes out. Because I, I do want to actually give it a shot. Um, 
but can't do it until it eventually comes to PlayStation because I don't have an Xbox One. Mm-hmm. But no. I'm stoked. I'm excited. Yeah, and, and I did just check. It is $30 on Steam as well. So okay. Same Good. price. I was like, I wouldn't have been surprised if it was like 20 bucks on Steam, but they were selling it 30 bucks on Xbox just because it always seems to happen like that. Yeah, and they probably feel like, you know, it's been out a little bit longer and, you know, those people are getting a break now or whatever. So, yeah, that wouldn't have surprised me, but same price across both. Uh, lightning round. We've got a new program, not we, you and me, or this podcast, but uh, GameStop has announced a new program that is starting that seems to be taking a Gamefly approach to their games, which I'm honestly surprised it took them uh, this long to come up with. Uh, so recently, I don't know, did we talk about it on the show? They like enhanced their power up rewards thing. I don't think we talked about it. We talked about it in our own lives with everybody else uh, from the podcast where they added like a new tier of GameStop rewards and it's kind of like the Best Buy and Amazon deal, but not as good. Mm-hmm. Um, this one they're going after, it's a little bit crazier. Uh, so let me run down it. It's called Power Pass. Uh, Joe, I know you've heard about this because we talked about it off the air. Mm-hmm. And basically what you do, if you are a Power Up Rewards member at GameStop, uh, you can sign up for Power Pass. It's $60, and you have the ability to rent as many pre-owned games as your little heart desires, uh, so long as you only rent one game at a time. Uh, it's a $60 subscription uh, that lasts for six months. Uh, and so we'll $10 a month, basically. $10 a month, and then uh, you can keep whatever the last game is that you rented. Uh, oh, you have to keep it? Yes, yeah, it's not just like a you. It's not a forever rental thing. It's you get the last game that you rent. So if on like the last day of your program, you're like, you know what, I really liked Madden or whatever. I'm just gonna go keep it. Hmm. Like you just go pick it up. And I missed keep that it. part of it. Yeah, it's yeah. I thought it originally it was like a Netflix thing where like you just have to pay six months at a time and you just constantly keep renting. Um, you just so I guess you can do that. Like it doesn't really matter. Well, you probably like you wait for the six months to pass, get your free game, and then you yeah. go in the next day and sign up for another six months. Yeah. Um, As opposed, I'm sure there's no actual ten dollars a month program. No. It's just sixty bucks for six months at a time. Yep. Uh, and it comes with one free game, so you just keep uh, just keep the last game that you that you have. I mean, t- technically, it sounds like a really good deal. Yeah. Um, cause you're paying 60 bucks, you get to play a whole bunch of games and then in the end you get a free game. Yep. Especially if you make sure you grab something, you know, worth new. the six. Yeah. Like you get a copy of Mario Odyssey, yeah. which I'm sure they're selling for used at 55 bucks. Yep. Grab, make sure you grab that. Um, the, the only downside I see of this is it's going to be impossible to get any of those good games. Yeah. So they, I, I can't imagine you getting anything that's new or like released in the last 10 years. Not 10 years, like two years. No, you'll be able to get, because you got to think about it. Well, I'm just thinking like, say, you know, 50 people sign up for that. Everyone's going to be clamoring to get that copy of Mario Odyssey. Everyone's going to be clamoring to get whatever used copies of Assassin's Creed come in or Call of Duty. So it's going to make not only just making sure there's something there to rent, it's going to make even buying. So say you just wanted to go and buy a used copy of Call of Duty everyone's going to be renting it. Yeah. You're not going to be able to find, find a copy of that game in any GameStops now. Yeah, well, I mean, they're not necessarily going to be renting it for the whole time. Like, you know, someone just still, gets it for, but like the minute, the, I'm sure the minute they show in, like, show up back at store, somebody's going to grab it and rent it. Yeah, well, it's just like kind of like Blockbuster was back in the day. We just yeah. you're at the mercy. So the one caveat they did say is that you're at the mercy of whatever's in a store. Yeah, what's available in stock. Yeah, you which can't is why go I'm to saying that it, you know, I'm sure once one of them shows up, they're going to yeah. go real quick. And I know, like, it's different for us because we live in a more densely populated area, but there's like. 
what, 10 convenient game stops that we can all get to at any given time? Like There used to be three within a half a mile of each other. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, I have two on either side of my house. Like the two main streets on either side of my house have game stops on it. There's, you know, the two in Manchester and more in Vernon. Like there's a million game stops we can go to. So I don't think necessarily we would have trouble with stock, but no. some places where it's, you know, you got to go 20, 20 miles to find the next game stop. Okay, those people probably have a little bit more of a difficulty. Like John um, up in New Hampshire, lives yeah, in the middle of nowhere in the woods GameStop. and takes them half an hour to get to anything. Yeah, so he only has the one GameStop he can go to. So it's not going to be for everybody, but it seems like a really good deal, especially like you said, if you end if you keep your free game as a you know fifty dollar forty dollar game as opposed to like oh look the last game you rented was World at War it's yours now it's like oh fuck. I also want to know too. Like, can you just oh go boy, in? And I, got like, I want one this of the game. million copies of Brutal Legend. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Um, but yeah, no, it's a it's a pretty intriguing thing, and like it shows that they're still trying to innovate and yeah. you know keep their head above water as the industry changes. But I think what this will also do is this will make for more aggressive like trade in perks. Like this will give you know you get eighty percent extra. They're gonna need. Or, they're gonna need to bring used games in yeah at a higher rate than they would have otherwise if this if this program is a success if not a lot of people sign up for it because they just go in to get their one game and they don't care they're like no i'm just here for this month's call of duty i don't care about any other game i just want to buy this one i don't need the rental program and if a lot of people do that then stock will be fine Mm -hmm. but if everyone jumps on this for a program that seems like it's a really good idea then it may be more difficult like you said to find games like i said i think it on paper, it sounds like a good idea. Yeah, I think sure. stock is going to cripple it. Yeah, that's the that's the only hangup. And so I, the the down part, the downside is is that like if you say okay, I'm going to start my six months right now, there could you could go a month without finding a new game that you want to play mm-hmm. because they every time you go to a game store they don't have it. Or so. like say you go in, you sign up for it, and they just so happen to have that one used copy of Mario Odyssey. And yeah, you sign it out, and you're like, well, I don't want to return it because what if I can't find another one by the time? Yeah. The six monster runs up. Yeah, then you ended up paying five bucks more for it than you would have otherwise, or you basically just bought a new copy of it at that point. Like, hmm. you don't have to trade it in or return it, but you can. Um, so, that, I mean, it's good. It's a good idea, but we'll see how it uh, we'll see how it shakes out and how it affects uh, GameStop as a whole because they got to do something to keep from going under because they're having a rough go of it, I think. Um, yeah, so lightning round. We did get some new bundles announced for Black Friday because it's that time of the year, Joe. It's almost Black Friday time. Ads are starting Woo. to leak. You don't like Black Friday time? You don't like savings? I like savings. I just don't Who like Who doesn't the love hassle. savings? Look, man, I worked at GameStop for seven years. Yep. I went through seven Black Fridays. It's taken a part of me. Yeah. <laughs> there's a, a black spot in my soul that's missing because of Black Friday. Yeah. I mean, there's other parts that are also missing from various other things of your soul, but yeah. this one specific one that we're talking about, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, but no, it's exciting. New 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 bundles are always good. Saving money is always good. What do we got for new bundles, Joe? Uh, I mean, we're probably going to see a million other things, but what we're bundles. talking about right now is uh, some Zelda-themed stuff. And Woo, we like our Zeldas, Zelda. so we're excited whenever we see anything Zelda. So one of the bundles that they showed off was a Legend of Zelda uh, Ocarina of Time 3D bundle for the 3DS that comes with a uh, Legend of Zelda-themed 2DS. 
Okay, so so it's Legend of Zelda 2DS that comes with Ocarina of Time. I should have said it that way. Yeah, um, but it's a green system with yellow buttons. Looks horrendous. Uh, yeah, it looks pretty dumb. Uh, I mean, for the most part, usually you get like a cool gold system when yeah. it comes to getting a Legend of Zelda exclusive. I have a bunch of Legend of Zelda exclusive consoles. Yeah, so uh, well, sometimes they're just black with the like outlining and the. Well, that was pretty it. much just on the um, the the Wii U version. Yeah. Um, the like the I have the 3ds with the Majora's Mask one that has like yeah. it's gold 3ds with the Majora's Mask on the front of it. Uh, I have the uh just a regular uh, Legend of Zelda with the Triforce uh, DS. Yep, I like that. Um, one. and to clarify, this is the 2ds regular that ugly ass little. Yes, slate. this is not the 2ds XL. Wish it was because that thing's way. Why are we making the regular 2ds still? Uh, the, yeah, at this point when they've already replaced it with a better system, the clamshell one is such a better design. Just do that, yeah. please. Um, I can't say I'm not going to buy this if I get the chance Oof. just because I buy every Legend of Zelda themed console that comes out. Yeah. The Black so Friday ones are kind of got find, me though. like, you know, over a barrel on this one. I mean, they don't actually have you over a barrel. You just not buy it. No, I need to buy it. <laughs> $80. Yes. Um, but it also, it's a Black Friday deal. I have a feeling that there's probably going to still be some available. Like, I don't think I need to be there standing in line at like no. 4 a.m. on the thanksgiving well normally those bundles are hard to get but normally they're better systems like i can't imagine someone going in and being like i want to buy the zelda 2ds and having employee at any store not be like listen we've got way better 2ds's for like 20 bucks more and they're just better yeah and but it's like, not zelda themed i know but the parents it's going not into, zelda themed. But the parents going in to buy it don't care it's zelda themed they're just gonna go my kid wants a 2ds what's what's the thing that i get him hmm. So if there's another 2D, if there's a clamshell 2DS XL on the flyer right next to the Zelda one, then uh, people are going to buy that one over the the super ugly regular 2DS. Mm. Uh, but we also got something for Breath of the Wild too, right? Uh, yes, there's going to be a special edition of Breath of the Wild coming out for Ooh. Black Friday as well. Um, it is going to be a copy of the game for the Nintendo Switch plus a $100 or uh, 100 page Explorer's Guide and a two-sided map of Hyrule. It's called the Explorer's Edition. It's going to be $59.99. You going to get it? Do you want that Explorer book and map? I mean, I already got a copy of the game. It's true, you do. I got the collector edition copy of the game when it originally came out, the one yep. that came with the Shika Slate uh, case. Yep. Um, but I do kind of want that book. Yeah, <laughs> I know. You love your books yeah. and your maps. I love my Zelda stuff. You give me Zelda anything and I'll fork out money for it. They got you over a barrel, Joe. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll trade in my copy of the game. No, I need that because I have my save file on it. Yeah, you do. Oh, I could save the save to the system, internal system. Can't I mean, you or that? you could just buy the thing and then trade in the new that's true. copy. Yeah. Same I don't know. Thing. We'll see. Um, yeah. But that's it for uh, I Zelda. I need to actually see the quality of this book and make sure it's not just like a shitty 100-page pamphlet. It's a brochure. Yeah. It's folded over just a lot. I mean, who knows, man? Yeah. If it was like a nice hardcover book, like there's a there's a yeah, picture of it. Already. Yeah, but you don't know it, but I can't really tell. You have to wait for an unboxing. From the picture, yeah. Yeah. If it's um, like a nice hardbound thing, I'd, I'd probably be in on that. Probably not, though. No. If it's and then if like the two-sided map of Hyrule is just a crappy poster post, folded over post. and creased a bunch of times. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think we're looking at a cloth map or whatever. Hmm. Uh, lightning round. We got Pokemon stuff, Joe. That's your forte. We got the uh, the plot details of Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they are, uh, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in this game. One of the things they showed off is um, a new 
bad guy team. Yeah, it's a conglomeration of all the other bad guys. Yeah, it's called uh, Team Rainbow Rocket, and yeah. it looks like it's uh, Giovanni, who was the leader of Team Rocket in the very first Pokemon game, uh, has gone and collected members of all of the other Team Rocketers. XYs, Team Aquas, and Team Magmas, and Team uh, Skulls? I forget what the name of the group in the last one was. They're like skull-themed. Uh, but he, he gets all the teams together in order to try and like take over... Uh, the Pokey world. Man, oh man. Yes. And another thing they said uh, is that uh, I believe like every legendary Pokemon is going to be available to get in these two games. Ooh. So, so, so this is really a culmination as we had yeah, talked really about. Yeah, it really is. Uh, I mean, it, not the like the super secret ones, not the ones where like you had to, you know, go and to like GameStop on a certain day and yeah. get a code. But like, uh, you know, uh, the there was like the Pokemon red guy and the blue guy, the, the legendary, like the two main legendaries from yeah, those yeah. ones from Pokemon red and then Pokemon gold and silver. So you'll be able yeah. to get like Lugia and, uh, Oho from silver yeah. and gold and, uh, the cover stars. Yeah. Yeah. The Kyogre and Groudon, all yep. of the main ones, Evital and uh, Xerneas. Yeah. All of them. So you'll be able to collect all of those, yeah. including other like super legendary ones like Rayquaza and Mewtwo and Mew and all those other ones. Cerebi, you have no idea of any of these things. No, so you're like you looking just, at me with this weird look on your well, face. Well, it's mostly just because you're like, you can get all of them. And then you list off four more. And then you go, yeah, all of them. And then you list off four more. And then, like- <laughs> and then you can also get this guy, Falkaya and Dialga. I'm cutting all I'm, this out. So I'm just, you can just... I'm, I'm ha- gone, cutting it all out. There's 900 Pokemon, so yeah, I'm kind of you, like reaching to remember every single you, one of them. you seem to have a penchant for wanting to name them all right, right on this episode. Yep. <laughs> You're lucky I don't actually have the list in front of me. I would have read the whole goddamn thing off. You would have read it outside. Mm-hmm. That's where you would have read it. Oh. Ah, got him. And then other Pokemon news, there's going to be a new Pokemon app coming out for the phone. Ooh, I like apps. What is it? Um, I don't really know. It's, oh, okay. It's called Pikachu Talk. All it was was a, a po- uh, an unofficial uh, but accurate source of all things Pokemon on Twitter, Bulba, Bulba News Now. Uh, said that there is a new app coming out called Pikachu Talk, which is looking like it's going to be some sort of Google Home or Alexia, Amazon Alexia system, yeah. um, where you can talk to Pikachu. So you're going to say, hey, Alexa, uh, let me talk to Pikachu, and it's going to go, Pika, Pika, Pikachu. You're going to be like, hey, Pikachu, could you order me this game on Amazon? And he's going to be like, Pika, Pika. And you're like, thanks, Pikachu. That's weird. No one really actually knows what it is yet. Like, they just basically said, like, it's It's going to be be a thing that lets you communicate with Pikachu. Okay. So, who knows? Maybe it's just Hey You Pikachu from the Nintendo 64 on your phone. With no visuals. With no visuals. Well, Well, we don't know. It's an app. So, it might have, you might like pull up your phone and a little Pikachu will be sitting there. But is it an app for Google Home and Alexa? Because then that's a thing that's entirely within those systems. It says free app Pikachu Talk to be released for Google Home and Amazon Alexa in 2017 in Japan, 2018 overseas. Yeah. So, there's nothing on your phone then. The app is on the like, the talky thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you just kind of push the button. Well, I you download I have, it to your phone and then it syncs it to your Alexa and then you don't do anything with the phone. You just say, Hey, Pikachu, and it goes Pika Pika. At least, at least I don't that's know what how, it sounds like. I don't know how Alexa or Google Home works. Oh, I yeah, don't you, I don't even use Siri on my phone. You just download apps that sync to it. That's all. Oh. Um, is it just like it changes the voice you're talking to? No, just like if you wanted to uh take a note 
like you would download a note taking app. <laughs> hey Pikachu, then, take a note for me. Pika yeah. Pika. All right, really thanks, funny. buddy. And it just changes everything to Pika 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 Pika. Yeah, that'd be really that'd be really funny actually, because uh, it would have no productivity value whatsoever. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's it for the Pokemon stuff. Lightning round. We got our PlayStation Plus games uh, for the month of November. They're lackluster. I didn't like any of them. Uh, wait, is this? This is no. That's. Do you not have it? You tell me you had it. Now who's unprofessional? No, I, I have it here. But I just didn't know if it was because. Oh, okay, no, I got confused. I got confused. Sorry. Uh, I got confused because the first thing on my list is Until Dawn Rush of Blood. And I was like, wasn't Until Dawn the free game last month? Which it was. was it was. Rush of Blood is also not one of the PS Plus games. It's just a special game for like a month and a half that they're giving away for free. Oh, so they're basically doing the rigs thing again. Yes. Oh, so, so that's cool. They're just going to get like every month they're going to give away a free PSVR game. Seems like that, but it's not tied. Like it's up different lengths of like this will go longer than the November PlayStation Plus games. Hmm. Um, but yes, Until Dawn Rush of Blood is the on-rail shooter for VR set in the Until Dawn universe. I think I already have that though, so... Bummer. Oh, well. I don't. I'm going to download it. Uh, otherwise, uh, besides that, uh, it's going to get uh, Worms Battleground for PS4 and Bound for PS4. I don't know what Bound is. I've heard uh, of it. For, I don't know what it is. For PS3, you're getting R-Type Dimensions and Ragdoll Kung Fu Fist, uh, Fist of Plastic. I got that game back when it came out for free from like Sprint. It was like it was some promotion. Where I got it for like, free from something else, also. Where it was like, "Hey, we're doing this special promotion where if you like for this weekend only, thanks to like Sprint or T-Mobile or like something like that, we're gonna give you Ragdoll Kung Fu. It's fine. It's not great. Mm. It's just Ragdoll physics and punching. Yeah, and then for PS Vita crossplay, uh, PS4 stuff, you're gonna get Dungeon Punks and Broken Sword Five: The Serpent's Curse episodes one and two. No idea. Uh, I mean, I know Broken Sword. That's an old uh, point-and-click adventures that's been around forever. Oh, well, there you go. Um, now you can point-and-click on your Vita. Oh, that one actually says screen. it's just Vita. Yeah, because you probably need the touchscreen for uh, pointing point and clicking. Yes. Okay, so that one apparently is not cross-by with PS4. Hmm. But you're right. Uh, pretty lackluster. Yeah. I mean, if I, if I don't already have Until Dawn, like that's cool. I'll get that. Yeah. Even though it's not actually the PSVR, but nothing else really uh, tickles my fancy. Nope. Someone had been telling me since this news came out that like Worms games are awesome, but I've never played them. Oh, you never played Worms? No. No, they are pretty awesome. Yeah. If you have people to play with. Yeah. They're kind of boring by yourself. Yeah. That's the that's the issue here, uh, I guess. But uh, lightning round. Joe, Activision's at it again, aren't they? <laughs> uh, yes. So uh, how, how long ago was it that we talked about the weird ad? Not like even two, that long ago. Two weeks ago? Two, three weeks. Tops. Uh, turns out that Activision had another uh, weird microtransaction-y focused um, patent that they put out on. Yeah. So uh, a couple weeks after Activision, uh, where people found out about the last Activision, they actually were granted the patent after they applied for it. Uh, another one has shown up. Um, it was filed five months after the previous patent. Um, and this one, it has a weird, um, like streaming function to it yeah uh, what it is is it's the kind of thing where like it lets you record you you're playing the game i don't know if this is just tied to like say a patent that there's a thing in steam that works with it or not steam um what's the streaming service twitch, twitch yes <laughs> twitch it's super pop massively popular thing yeah you know that thing that i can't think of right now um but basically what it is watch. is it, it lets you record uh gameplay of you playing a game yep 
and then you can convenient. share it with other people. Also convenient. Um, but what it lets you do is put annotations in those things, uh, in, in the gameplay footage that you record, yeah. that then take you to buy certain things inside that game. It's yeah. kind of hard to explain, but what it is is you record yourself playing a game, and then it puts an annotation in the recording. I don't know if you can do it yourself or it does it automatically. I feel like it would auto do it. Yeah, I think it like automatically does it. So you record yourself playing a game, you upload it, and then other people while watching that, yeah. a pop-up will appear and say something like, He's using this cool yeah, gun or this he, cool skin. Do you like the skin on his gun? Yeah. You can buy it here. Just click on the gun and it'll take you to purchase it. Yeah. Or say even to the extent of say there's an in-game advertisement like Mountain Dew. Yeah. So say you're like playing, a real world product. You're playing a game and you run past a soda machine and there's a Mountain Dew soda machine. Yeah. You can like click on it and it'll take you to an Amazon link to like order Mountain Dew. That's so invasive. And send it to you. <laughs> so say there's like a, a billboard with Pizza Hut on it. You click on it and it's like, would you like to order a Pizza Hut pizza? Nope. Like click on this thing and it'll let you take you right to the ordering system. I don't like this is way worse than the like we're gonna suggest you things based on people you're playing with thing that we had talked about a couple weeks ago. I hate this one even more. I granted I don't have to watch those videos, so I guess it's not a bad thing, but that's like we're now one step away from you playing a game where like you're playing Call of Duty and you run by the soda machine and then bombed out town and it goes lit and lets you order Mountain Dew. Like that's the next thing. It's not the let's play aspect of it. It's just we're going to put it in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you just know that means that there's going to be more in-game advertisement once that becomes viable. Yeah. And they're not passing the savings on to me. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I don't like any bit from, of that. From what it sounds like, it seems like it's going to be uh, like their own service. Yeah. Uh, I think it's called Video Game Stream or VGS. Yeah. So it'll be, and then this is just Activision. So I'm sure like if you're playing, you know, Destiny. Yeah. you'll Your friend will be like, hey, I just shared this really cool video of something I did in Destiny. But while you're watching their video, it's going to be like, you like the gun that he has? Yeah. Like click here to buy said gun. This seems it's very... going to be very kind of creepy. I don't know if it's going to just like pop up while you're playing it or if it's the kind of thing where like you have to actually hover over and like click on it and a thing will pop up. Probably have little eye icons. Yeah, something that says like click here. Just yeah. there's there is something on this screen right now. I just see the slippery slope of this then getting integrated into like YouTube gaming and into Twitch where you're watching your favorite streamer or eventually like into just movies. So yeah. you're watching a Blu-ray, yeah, and all of a sudden a thing is going to pop up and say, you know, hey, do you like James Bond's new car? I almost think <laughs> it's Amazon... a BMW something or other. Click on it, and it'll take you to the BMW website. I want to say Amazon does that already. Like if you're watching a game on Amazon or watching a movie on Amazon Prime Video, Amazon owns Twitch now. That's true. Yeah. So it's not again. This is not that far fetched of a slippery slope problem that I have. But it just seems. Stop it. Stop patenting things to make gaming culture worse. I feel like I've Stop seen it. like this in movies. The, like, oh, the, yeah. Like the super futuristic movies where it's like where you can click on the like commercial that's playing in your like heads up display in your car. Yeah. And it lets you just like buy your groceries. It's like, you know, all right. That's but that's like weird future tech that I don't actually want. <laughs> yeah. It's just a thing that lets me know the future's here. But that's not a future that I am looking forward to. Would you watch those? I don't want to. I don't watch a lot of let's plays anyway, so I feel like I, I wouldn't get anything out of this service. Uh, yeah, I don't really watch a lot of let's plays either. I used to watch them a lot back yeah. in the day, but it kind of got to the point where I was like, "Why am I watching people play a game when I could just play the game it's myself?" Kind of about it, yeah. Um, Launching soon, Broken Cloudcast Twitch stream. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just so, it's weird. It's, it's really super, weird. It's it's, weird. it's it's like creepy. It's, it's starting to feel very invasive. It's yeah. starting to feel like they're watching me. 
Yeah, which we know that they are. Like, if any conversation that you and I have on like on this podcast, I know that my phone is listening to it, and I will get targeted ads later, like when I open an app for something. Yeah, like we uh, talk. Like I know it happens. It's just not a thing that I can stop. You know, a really creepy thing um, that happened was. I have a VPN on my phone because yep. at, when I go to work, like everything is blocked when I like connect my phone to the Wi-Fi. So I have to have a VPN to get past all that yeah, stuff. You work at a school. Yeah. So the VPN is the thing that's supposed to be like, make it so people can't see what I'm doing kind yep. of thing. Um, oh, no, it knows. It, I click on the VPN. It comes like the app pops up and it has like my Amazon shopping list on it. So yes. it's like, you know, you know, uh, I had bought like the Mario Odyssey strategy guide. So there's an ad saying like, you know, would you like to buy Mario Odyssey on Amazon? Click here. Yeah. And I'm just kind of looking at this thing going like, you're the thing that's supposed to stop people from spying on me and you're spying on me. You're know what I'm shopping on Amazon. What does this app know what I'm buying on my Amazon app? Yep. That's hey. fucking creepy, man. Yeah, it's man. weird. That's how it is. So get it out of games. Cause I already got in every other aspect of my life. Uh, all right, lightning round, and this is the part in the lightning round where we get towards the bottom of it, and we start getting to the weird stories, uh, things that aren't necessarily super video game related, but also are in some aspects. Uh, this week, it's a Witcher musical. <laughs> uh, we've talked a lot about you know movies and TV shows and game shows and all kinds of things that video games are getting adapted into. This is the first musical that we've had, is it not? Uh, I'm pretty sure. There we go. So Witcher musical, is that that's out now, right? Um, I don't know if it's actually started. Um, Probably just in previews. Yeah, I think they just had previews. Uh, this isn't Poland. This isn't in America or anything like that. Obviously, Poland is where The Witcher came from. It's where the series of the books came from. Musical capital of the world, Poland, <laughs> where all the best musicals are set. So, I mean, I don't exactly know. I'm assuming probably The Witcher is kind of a, a point of pride to their... Yeah. yeah, and like Game of Thrones is kind of a big, you know, major part of... Uh, American cinema stuff, even though it's a TV show. Yeah, um, is this based on the books or the game? It looks like it's based off of the game. the The actor in the preview looks very much like he looks like in the game. Yeah, he really does. I was surprised. I don't know exactly how much uh, Geralt looks different from between the game and the books. Yeah, like how he's described in the books yeah how he's stuff. like described maybe on the original cover art and stuff. But um, from the article I have, it says it's based off of CD Projekt Red's collection of RPGs. So it does look like it's based off of the video games, not the books. Um, which is very funny because I know one thing is that the guy who writes the Witcher books yeah. uh, absolutely hates the video games. Yeah, we've talked about that when they decided they were going to make the anime or the live action show because mm-hmm. they were basing it on his books, not on the games because he was helping out with it and he hates the games. Yeah, he absolutely hates the games. He thinks that the games bring the quality down of the books, even though in, like in Poland, I'm sure the books are a lot more well known yeah. for it being the books. Um but like over here, we don't but over here, books. nobody really knows the books. Everyone just knows oh, the games, and game, he yeah. hates the fact that like people associate his books with the game. The kind of thing uh, I remember that when they were being re-released in America, they had the video game cover art for them. Yeah. Well, so like when the Witcher books were coming out, they had the video game pictures of Geralt on it, and he was like, "No, no, this is don't use the games to sell my book. My book should sell itself." Nope, they didn't sell itself before. That's why they made the games. Yeah. So. But yeah, would you watch it if it had like... It's in English. Polish, so I can't understand it. But if they had like subtitles... That's what I was going to say before you cut me off. Hmm. Or no, it's like going to the opera. Like it's in Italian. You don't know what it says, but you can still appreciate the, you know, the that's sheer true. power of the music. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to watch it? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I do like musicals, but yeah, if I can understand them. 
It's true. So maybe with subtitles, I'm sure it'll like I would, even if I would, couldn't speak English and I was watching, you know, Rent, I'd just be like, eh, this is fucking boring. Like I don't know what's happening." Yeah, I get that when I watch Rent anyway. <laughs> That's true. No idea what's going on. Um, uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't watch Book of Mormon in Spanish and probably appreciate it as much. No, no, probably not. Um, but yeah, Witcher Musical. We'll see. I think if it's something where it came to Netflix with subtitles, I might give it a shot just to give it a shot. Mm, true. Uh, but who knows if we'll ever get to see it. Uh, lightning Round. And this is the final portion of the Lightning Round. Uh, this one was a cr- uh, super weird story uh, regarding the uh, terror, the international terrorist known as Osama bin Laden, <laughs> who's still making headlines years after his death, uh, this time in the video game realm. Yeah. A very weird little story. But... Um... Osama bin Laden, uh, they finally released a bunch of uh, files that were on the computers that he had on his uh, servers in his little compound in yeah. which he was killed. Yep. Uh, and one of the more interesting things that they found was he had a whole bunch of video games on his computers. Not only that, he also had a bunch of anime as well. Hey, when you're hunkered down in a bunker. So uh, it's very funny to think of Osama bin Laden sitting around playing Counter-Strike of all things. That one's actually not that surprising <laughs> just because it is like he's always know, shooter like, based and that's yeah. kind of his deal. And it always ends with like terrorist win. And he's like, yeah. yes, yeah, yes. Right. Uh, but also uh, games like Mario and Luigi partners in time. Uh, how about Half-Life, Yoshi's Island DS, Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars, Final Fantasy 7. Yeah. Uh, he, he's really sad that the Final Fantasy 7 remake wasn't coming out. Yeah, soon. that's what cost 9-11. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Unbelievable. Every time I think we're about to get through an episode without you saying some blasphemy, <laughs> here we are. Um, but uh, in all honesty, this was, he had 13 kids in the compound yeah, with him, raving from like little kids to teenagers. Yeah. So I'm sure, and they weren't allowed to leave the compound no. because, you know, he was the most wanted man in the world. Yeah. So he and had it was to, probably thousands of miles to the closest GameStop. So that's true. They're not getting use of the Power Pass program yeah. over in the compound. No way. Yeah. So uh, he he actually had to have something to keep those kids occupied while you know locked up in their little compound. What was the anime? Uh, Naruto. <laughs> Naruto Shippuden. <laughs> now all I can picture is pretty like, partisan taste. <laughs> now all I can imagine is like. Osama bin Laden just like bored one day or like he gets up to like he's finished watching you know Marathon and Naruto and he gets up to like go to the kitchen and he runs with his arms behind him like <laughs> yeah. he has his own homemade like Naruto headband or whatever yeah, they like, like yeah, scratched out of concrete sitting in there, like, he's like you know lounging back watching just like Rasen Gun that's all I can think he's just running around with his dialysis machine and his arms <laughs> behind his back just like I'm a Naruto <laughs> I think that's what they say when they just, run. Just the doing, I'm a Naruto. Just doing the like crazy little hand gestures that they do in the show. <laughs> he's like memorize them all because he just watched Naruto 15 times in the last 12 years. Just to threaten somebody. It's like, what are you doing in my compound? Don't make me use my energy field or whatever powers Naruto he has. He keeps trying to disappear and just leave a little wooden log in his place. <laughs> he's like, when the Americans come... Yeah. <laughs> how do we know he maybe he survived oh my god maybe that's what it happened he survived the attack and they don't know why there's this little log left behind in the middle of the room but yeah when chris pratt showed up to shoot him i watched zero dark 30 he just went <laughs> poof and a log appeared in this place that's what it is that's yeah we don't know what body they threw into the ocean so uh, <sighs> they just that's... threw a log they're like i don't know we shot him and there was this log here so let's just toss that oh shit's floating everybody knows terrorists have log powers <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Osama Bin Laden, either huge gaming nerd or, you know, pretty decent father. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I mean, only thir- two options. He had there. like forty kids, yeah, so yeah. I mean, he's got plenty of practice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Simon Lan, huge gamer, huge nerd, <laughs> really into anime, not the manga though. Yeah. Not a fan of reading right to left. Oh God, no. Absolutely not. All right. Well, that's going to do it uh, for the lightning round uh, for this week, which means that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. That's the first time I've ever really messed yeah. it up. Yeah. Normally, that's I'm my really job. Good. I know. I mean, I've been listening to you this whole episode, which I don't normally do. Mm. And it got me all flustered. Um, but yeah, so that will do it for this week's episode of the Gamescast. Remember, it goes up every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. Remember, we are also on Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so let us know what you thought of the ending tomorrow. If you listened to our rant at the beginning, what did you think of Call of Duty? Do you like the multiplayer or the single player? Give us a like and subscribe. Or the, on the zombies if you're a loser. Yeah, if you played the zombies, we sure didn't. Let us know what you thought of that one, too. Um, but... Like I said, it goes up every Monday morning at 9 a.m. So you can also give us a like, a share, and a subscribe on those uh, podcast platforms. But once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast. You fucked it up again. No, I said it. I paused, but I said it right. Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. My name is Adam. And my name is Joe. And we can guarantee to be right at least twice a day. So thanks so much for listening. Bye.